It is September 4th, 2018. Welcome to Paradox of Civility. I'm your host, Roy Koshi. So, um, yes, I am continuing to revisit my online radio show, The Hate Project. Um, and this particular episode is from the original release date was November 5th, 2012. Um, this was an election year, 2012, as you may remember, um, between uh, incumbent U.S. President Barack Obama and his GOP challenger Mitt Romney. So, um, in this particular episode that you're about to hear, the resident Klansman, who's called in a couple times at this point, um, he calls back in, and uh, he and I talk about the election. He tells me that he uh, did early voting, and he voted for Mitt Romney because um, his justification, his motivation, was that he wanted a white man back in the White House. Um, Now... This episode um, is very interesting, and I encourage you to listen to it, actually. Um, So he has a lot of insight in talking about how both the Republican Party and the Democrat Party have sold out the regular people. He expresses the frustration that we'll never really have a regular person in the White House, a grassroots candidate in the White House, basically. Now, there are some uh, elections that have been happening uh, the last couple years that is that have been changing that a little bit, so it's a little bit hopeful. But this guy, uh, Dragon1488, is what he goes by. Um, And I think he goes by that for the rest of the run of the hate project. Um, He actually talks uh, pretty eloquently about how um, our government, our country, has been sold out to moneyed interests. Um, Everything is for profit. War is, um, we only go to war when there's a profit for us. He honestly sounds like Noam Chomsky, and I even make a joke about that at some point. However, um, you know, he, and I try to challenge him on this, like, you know, he understands these bigger issues of how basically um, the class conflict has been reinforced by those with money and those in power, and they work in tandem with each other, basically, the government and, uh, you know, profiteers and of, of every industry. And, uh, you know, I try to challenge him on that, but then he still retreats back to um, eventually calling uh, blacks a savage race. His words, not mine. He talks about um, other countries. He calls Haiti and other African countries a shithole. Um, That's a term that would, of course, resurface in the future, meaning now 2018, not uh, it was a future for 2012. Now, this episode gets interesting because we get a phone call from somebody in Southern California. They don't identify themselves, but this person pushes back on a lot of Dragon's statements and his ideology. And then, later, uh, there's a phone call from someone named Naj Radio. Now, Naj Radio is an African-American radio personality on TalkShoe at the time. He does a sports show with another person. But uh, Nash calls in because he was fascinated by, uh, I guess he was just roaming through Talk Shoe. He heard our show, and um, he calls in. He challenges Dragon on a lot of um, his arguments. There's a lot of talk about inventions. Who invented what? Did white people invent everything that we use today? Or did uh, all races, all cultures, basically inform every bit of invention, of innovation that we uh, appreciate today? Uh 
it's an it's a really people talk over each other a bit. Uh, it's very confrontational. However, um, nearing the end of the broadcast, um, everybody seems to be laughing with each other because Nash Radio notices that Dragon makes jokes and kind of uh, everyone lets down their guard a little bit and people start talking about we start talking about Tyler Perry movies at one point nearing the end now I want to make a couple of statements here this is what I envisioned the show to be I wanted it to be something where people were dialoguing with each other even you know confronting each other but still having an open conversation with each other and um, I want the show to be that way because I wanted people to be able to have their say and also um, be able to listen to each other as well. Um, I don't share the ending of this episode as like, oh, we're all getting along all of a sudden. You know, I don't share that as like a heartwarming thing. I'm not sharing this as a template that those of us who are not in hate groups, especially those of us who are people of color, that this is the way to go, that, you know, eh, just let them get it out of their, let them get the hate out of the system, and then we're all just going to have a beer together. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I just thought it was a very interesting development that happened on its own. It wasn't really forced. It just kind of happened as people kept talking. Um, both Dragon, as I've mentioned before, uh, and Nodge Radio, um, they both call in multiple times throughout the rest of the hate project run. Now, part of the goal of this podcast that you're currently listening to, um, as you may have seen in the description or you heard from previous episodes, is that I want to bring these clips back in order to examine these conversations under the filter of the current era of the Trump administration that we're currently living in. So on that, um, this weekend, Steve Bannon was uh, announced as the headliner for the New Yorker Festival. Festival that happens every year uh, brings a lot of intellectuals, a lot of great writers, a lot of great cultural iconic folks together. Um, and Bannon was slated to headline. Um, he was pretty much immediately taken off the lineup because of blowback, not only from the general public, but from other celebrities, uh, the other guests basically who were booked for the New Yorker Festival. They also pulled out. Now, why do I bring this up right now? Um, Steve Bannon um, has made a career out of appealing to that populist sensibility of unfairness that the moneyed interests that, you know, basically determine policy around the world. Um, they are screwing over the little man. And he couples that with uh, xenophobia. He basically uh, propagates this narrative that uh, Western civilization is under attack due to immigration. Uh, due to the wave of Muslims invading, he usually uses this word, invading European countries. And um, he does this in a way that's very clever. He doesn't use racial slurs. And um, he basically um, conflates two things without blaming the real um, perpetrator of why Western civilization may be declining. I feel like Dragon does a version of this. He understands these bigger issues. He even understands that, um, you know, um, people of color in the working class get screwed over too. And you probably have more, like, white working class and, you know, non-white working class folks have more in common with each other. But, you know, still resorts to racism, white supremacy, nationalism. And I share this uh, just to drive home the point a lot of people have been doing this for the last three years now and i'm just continuing this 
A lot of these ideas that were considered fringe, that a lot of even conservative folks would say, that is Looney Tunes, let's get this fella out of here, um, they've made their way into the mainstream. The New Yorker, uh, the paragon of smart, uh, deep-dive, intellectual, um, stimulating reporting, probably considered liberal media, uh, invites this guy to headline their festival. And for what? Is it just for... Is it that hate-click news model now that it's going to just make money because you know what? You're going to rile people up, the people who hate them. They'll probably protest outside. Also, other people who hate him, who happen to have extra money, will go and see him just to hate him in person. Um, I don't know what that is, but it's this idea of legitimizing these ideas and presenting them as just, oh, it's just another, hey, there's just another policy offer. This is another, um, you know, just another intellectual discussion. And here's why this is a problem. These ideas and the people who hold these ideas often try to implement them. And when they implement these ideas into real action, hurts a lot of people. Just wanna share a couple of current uh, news stories going on right now. Um, recently, the US State Department has been revoking and denying passports and passport renewals for people who were born in the US under the suspicion that they may have been born near the border delivered by a midwife and that midwife may have lied about their actual birthplace on uh, their birth certificate. There's no way to disprove this. I mean, how do you how do you disprove this? So a lot of people who are actually American citizens who were born in America are having their um, U.S. passports denied. Just take a wild guess who they are targeting. The State Department under both Bush and Obama did this as well. They did deny passports to people who were birthed by midwives in the Rio Grande Valley. However, uh, under the Obama administration, eventually after a lawsuit, um, these denials started to decline, but under President Trump's administration, they started to surge again. And I will remind everyone that the uh, Third Reich, Nazi Germany, denied German passports held by Jews. Another story, Bank of America has been accused of freezing the accounts of certain customers in which their legal status is questionable under the eyes of Bank of America, including those customers who actually do their due diligence in reporting their legal status whenever they need to. Um, when you freeze somebody's bank account, uh, it makes it harder for them to pay their bills, to pay rent. That has a lot of bad effects on someone's life when they can't access their own money. And also, proof of citizenship is not a requirement to open a bank account in the U.S., so I don't know why Bank of America is jumping in on this, um, but hey, folks, if you have a Bank of America account, especially you white Americans, do us all a favor, divest, take out all your money from Bank of America, close out your account, and tell them that the reason you're closing out your account is that they're acting like Nazis, seizing people's money for no reason. I recommend you be clear about this. You don't want to support a bank or do business with a financial institution that uh, wants to be like Nazi Germany. And for what? What good is it doing them? Last uh, bit of news here. A Department of Homeland Security analyst named Ian M. Smith resigned from his post after it was revealed that he had direct ties and direct uh, communication with white nationalist groups, including Richard Spencer's National Policy Institute think tank. And uh, at the department, he was an immigrant 
policy, immigration policy analyst, uh, working on refugee issues and temporary worker visas. So, um, yeah, when these ideas make their way to the highest offices in the land, that's a big problem. Anyway, uh, enjoy this episode. I will be back with a little bit of commentary at the very end. See you soon, or talk to you soon. Also, check the description section because I will be posting links to these news stories as well as other uh, articles that are referred to um, in this intro as well as throughout the episode. Have fun. Welcome to Talk Shoe and welcome to The Hate Project. I'm so sorry we're starting late. Uh, in all fairness, I am a guest host filling in for the regular host. Um, I was out campaigning. Uh, you guys know that there's an election happening tomorrow, right? Well, uh, I'm one of the presidential candidates for, uh, for president tomorrow. And uh, so I'm just doing my final push. I am presidential candidate abortion McDiarrhea. And, uh, oh boy, we've been having some trouble in our campaign. Uh, we don't seem to be getting a lot of, uh, a lot of support out there. Um, I was speaking with my vice presidential candidate, uh, Osama bin Hitler, and, uh, we are just, you know, nobody seems to like really be interested or passionate about our campaign. And we're just trying to figure out why, you know, I had, uh, these t-shirts made up, um, you know, McDiarrhea Hitler in 2012 had some uh, bumper stickers, uh, you know, made up vote for change, vote for abortion. And they have not been selling. I don't know. They have not been doing well. We've been trying to do like the calls, uh, you know, getting people on the uh, abortion McDiarrhea Osama bin Hitler campaign, get them excited about our, uh, you know, us being president, vice president. But, uh, oh, it has not been working out. Uh, so, but if you are voting tomorrow, uh, please, uh, please vote. Anyways, I think I have a call here. Uh, hello, Dragon, are you there? Hello? Hello, can you guys... Yes, here. Okay, you're there. Okay. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good, good, good. Um, what's on your mind tonight, buddy? Um, Dragon, for those of you listening right now... Dragon1488 is our resident uh, racist, Klansman, aspiring comedy writer, right? That's right. I've been listening to the archives when, uh, in between campaigning and, uh, whew, good stuff. So what's on your mind tonight, buddy? Oh, nothing much. I just called to hear, hear, what, hear you talk, but I guess no one showed up. I don't know what's going on tonight, man. It's, uh, I don't know if people are panicked about... Uh, I mean, I know I am as a presidential candidate, but are people panicked about the election tomorrow? I mean, like, what's, what's going on out there, people? Come on. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there were some other guests. You have, you have two uh, sign-ins here. Is that... Am I wrong about yeah, that? One, one, yeah, one's my computer, one's my phone. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Well, that's fancy. Well, uh, Dragon, uh, what's uh, what's what's new with you? What's what's new with the clan tonight? Oh, nothing really. Nothing. No. no nothing at all. What's like um, <clears throat> if um, 
you you say you're a racial. Sorry, I'm I'm very flustered right now. I'm trying to uh, get my bearings down here. Oh, nobody's here. Um. So, um, what is? Who are you going to vote for tomorrow? If you don't know, Matt, or who who are you rooting for? I have I have I have already voted for Romney. We voted early in Tennessee. Okay. Do you feel like Romney is uh, a strong racial racial preservationist? Uh, no, I, I really don't. So, I mean, people may so think the, he is. I, re, I really don't know him personally. I just voted for him because he was white. You just voted for him because he was white. Okay. That's exactly exactly why. Right. And that's and uh, that's the truth. I mean, I don't know Romney personally. I've never I've never followed anything about him. You know, right. The fact is, is that he, we have a black president, and I want a white president back, so I vote for the white one. Okay. So um, that's honest truth. Okay, so you just vote for him because he's a white dude. Um, yeah, that's it. Do you think that like, would you be pissed if his economic policies? I mean, would you feel bad about this decision if his economic policies hurt you know people who aren't multimillionaires, which it might, by the way. Or do you care about said that? Is that his policy hurt people that weren't multimillionaires? Yeah, weren't multimillionaires. He's like a really rich dude who wants to sort of like help rich dude get richer. Mm, well, that's usually been, that's usually what all of them have ever done. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, do you, do you really think they? I mean, do you really think they care about the people? No, I don't. I mean, any of the presidents, they don't. So then, I mean, why it's not? All about. I mean, the, the chance of us getting the grassroots president in or, or, or something, you know, some other type of, of party other than Republican or Democrats, highly unlikely. We may get an independent in, but we'll never get any type of grassroots type person in. So then why not? Well, there are there are third party candidates running like Gary Johnson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, you know. All the big bankers, you know, the people that actually run the world, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're looking at how they're going to make money. They could care less how fair the people are treated. All they worry about oh. is how, where, where they're, where they're going to make money. I wholeheartedly agree with you on that one, sir. Um, I totally agree with you on that one. Um, yeah, well, so then, I mean, the Republicans are, like, the worst about that. The Democrats are terrible about it. So, like, why vote Republican? Yeah, it doesn't make no sense either way. I wish they would just get rid of the party label, yeah, and, and just just vote on the man, you know. I guess character wise. Well, know, yeah. Or or uh, or uh, whiteness wise, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Obama's got probably what seventy two percent of the white vote anyway. Does he? I think so. I mean, I read like this article recently where like it said like a lot of straight white men are voting for Romney just because he's a straight white dude and they're kind of like what you just now said, like that uh, they want like a white president back. Well, I don't think it's going to help him either way. You know, uh, Romney's going to have his people that he has to answer to if he makes it in the office and so does Obama. Right. Yeah, I mean it, it's all kind of a sham. 
But like, yeah, it is. So then, why I do we still don't want a black president? So like, yeah, you you were not even you were advocating that we like look at the character of the the candidate, but like, but you did not vote that way. You voted on skin color alone. No, I voted on skin color only. Right. So. I mean, what at, under Obama's administration, how much more have you suffered than, say, under Bush's administration? None. none. I actually, actually, uh, I'd always been Republican, and but I actually made a whole lot more money when Clinton was president, which is yeah. You know, we all I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I enjoyed Clinton being president because he, he was actually very funny and, and kind of down to earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. But he was. He still. Still. A, still. A, you know, a lawyer. How many lawyers have we had that were presidents? I think Obama was a lawyer, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Clinton was. And uh, hell, I can't remember now. But. Too many. Too many to name. Um, uh, I, you know, I would, I would love to see a, 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 just a plain person become president. You know, just a, you know, Maybe not anybody that's too hardcore on on certain issues. Just just maybe just a regular person. But of course, we'll never get that kind of person in, in office. It'll always be somebody that's father was in skull and bones, or or some you know kid of some some kind of just like like George Bush uh, the third. You know, he was the uh, the uh, gosh. Head of the CIA or some shit like that. Yeah. You know, and then uh, I'm sure that you know he used his his influence to get his son into office. You think? Uh, you think that yeah. might have happened? I know that happened. But see, like, so guys, uh, we got some people in here now. We got some regulars. Welcome back, guys. Um, First of all, I want to give a shout out to Red Sonia for doing a for co-hosting with me last week. That was a lot of fun. Uh, she did a great job. Got a lot of great feedback about that. Um, no justice and peace. Uh, keep fighting the good fight for uh, Reverend Pinkney, I guess. Um, so we are talking. I mean, Dragon and I are talking tonight about the presidential uh, race, and um, Dragon's making up some. Dragon, you were bringing up some great points about like how they neglect the working class. They don't care about the underclass. Oh yeah, they country. no, they don't, they don't care. They don't care. See, like what you're saying, or like a lot of like what like what my liberal friends would say. You know, like yep. these people don't fucking care about like they don't really care about the country. They care about making the richer guys richer. And well, like, you got to think about it. We we've never fought any war. Unless there was profit involved, I mean, if you look at Somalia, we could have stopped uh-huh. the dr- we could have stopped the drug wars in Somalia. I mean, we could have stopped them, but right. there's no profit in Somalia. Right, I mean, it's just it's just black people that are starving. You know, right. and, and how do we make money off of starving people? Same well, way with, yeah. with um, the uh, same way with uh, same way with anything going on in South America. I mean. It, the the drugs are involved. We're involved because we make money off of it. But if it's any kind of humanitarian stuff, we're not. We're not we're, I mean, we might go there. We might send you know send some Marines in and kind of kind of smooth things out. But we'll but we'll leave. If there's no money to be made, we'll leave. Right. Right. You know? Well, like God, you sound like Noam Chomsky, dude. You know who uh, that is? I've I'm heard serious. the name, but I don't. I don't 
And but like, here's the thing: like, you you probably would like identify yourself as like somebody who's like anti Noam Chomsky or anti like on a different political spectrum. And it's just it's like you're saying a lot of fascinating stuff. And on top of that, like you're saying a lot of fascinating stuff, but like like with Somalia and stuff like that, and you're talking about like why we go to war, and but you still, you, you refuse to make allies with other cultures that might be in your same position or other races that might be in your position. And I'm just still oh, trying to... No. It's, huh? it's not that, it's not, like I said before, it's not that I hate anybody. I, just, okay. I just put my own race first. I mean, right. we, we can all live in, in, in the society. If people want to live together with the mud races, that's fine, but I don't want to. I want a, I want a separate place just for white people that wanted to be around white people. And I don't see nothing wrong with that. Well, there, I mean, you have a right to do that. But, like, when you say the mud races, I mean, come on. I'm, I'm talking about anybody, anybody that's not white. It's just, it's just easier than calling them niggers or wetbacks or, or whatever. So I just, like, I just there's, put them all in no, one group and call them muds. But you don't, you don't, you're not using that term with contempt, is what you're telling me. No. Right. Well, like, if, okay, so you're calling them mud races, but, like, if, like, you have white skin, if someone's like, hey, look at the jizz race over here, look at the, the, cum, <laughs> look at the cum race, look at that cum head walking down the street, how would you feel about that? Would you laugh, would you really laugh, like, let's do some role play, um, I'm gonna play, like, a, a sassy black guy from the 70s, yeah, say, jizz head, look at this motherfucking cum head right here, how would you react? <laughs> I'll probably laugh at him. Probably must he laugh at me. <laughs> like I mean, I'm just trying to think. Ah. All right, well, I'll, I'll try like a uh, God. Are you? Anytime I do like, a, do you have like an afro and a gold chain and stuff like that? Yes, afro gold chain like a Black Panther motherfucker. Be like, hey, jizz man, look at this jizz face over but here. But actually, they actually, actually call him Peckerwoods. Is that the term for white people? Well, it's that's what they guess what they call. I, I, I noticed a lot of people that are in the, in the uh, in any type of white racial movement. Some of them have peckerwood tattooed on the back of their neck. I don't know what all that's about, but it's. I'm assuming it's a common slang that they had been called by blacks before. Back, I guess, back in the seventies and eighties. I'm not sure. Right. Okay. Yeah, right. Um You know why they call you know why they call white people honkies? Why is that? That's the last sound they hear. <laughs> Wait. I don't know. Little, little little race, race, the horn honking before they got run over. Oh, I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's a little 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 racist humor. Well so like uh do you I guess you, you haven't had have like, coffee yet. Do you, do you, yeah, I haven't yet. I, I, I just told you, like, dude, I've been campaigning. I'm also running for president. Um, uh, now, you, guy, are you right in? Are you right in or actually on the ballot? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am, I'm a right in. I mean, I've, we've been trying to get on the ballot, and, like, they, get, they keep hanging us up on us. So, no, just send peace and red, Sonia. I'm the guest host tonight. My name is, um, I'm a presidential candidate. I've been campaigning all night. My name is Abortion McDiarrhea. And we've been having a hard time getting on the ballot. I, I mean, I, I think it's kind of illegal that they're not letting us on. Uh, me and my uh, vice presidential candidate, Osama bin Hitler, really been having a hard time. 
So, I mean, if you guys, if you support, like, loving America and shit, that's, that's our slogan, lo- loving American shit, um, write us in. It's not too late. Not too late to write us in, guys. I, I think we can pull through. Now, I mean, Dragon, <laughs> you don't think that, like, do you think that, like, people of uh, mud race, I'll use your term, mud races are immune to, like, these profiteers and, like, these greedy fucks? No. Okay. No, they're they're just as much a target as anybody. Right. Um, and abortion. I mean, look at all the look at all the uh, look at all the uh, top brand names. Most of those, most like Nike, all that. They're all made in third world countries, more yeah. or less in slave shops. And, yeah, they uh, are. All they need all they need is a little bit of advertising, and and the uh, and people just flock to it. And you know, we're supposed to be a free country, but when you look behind the scenes, we're supporting slavery. Yeah, we are. By by, pur- by purchasing those clothes, by the person, you know, purchasing that clothing line. So, like, you don't want to support slavery, and neither do I. I, yeah, don't, sla- I don't buy those clothes. Slavery is wrong, mm-hmm. right? As long as it, well, I guess as long as it's not done in America. Yeah. It's, it's the way, way our country looks at it. This is so interesting because, like, it sounds like you have concern for the people who are being affected in these third world countries. Oh, I think everybody should be treated fairly. I do. I truly do. Okay. I just want a homeland for white people. And, and like I said, I mean, you can you can call me a racist. That's fine. I, I don't take that as an insult. You know, I just work to preserve my own race. And you voted, but like you, you voted, be- you voted for Mitt Romney. Uh, early voting because he's a white guy, but like you know that right, this guy is one. Yeah. But he's like one of the most. Oh, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's another. He's another. He's another con artist, just like the rest of them. And like one of the most egregious offenders of like shipping American jobs overseas and and whatnot. Um, no justice and peace and Red Sonia. If you want to call in, Red. I think Red Sonia. I've heard from previous episodes that you're at work usually, so. Um, but great job last week. Um, I do owe you child support. That's true. I am. Um, Red Sonia's my ex-wife. Um, I don't know, but um, just throwing this out there, guys. Like you know, the uh, abortion McDiarrhea Osama bin Hitler ticket cares about you people and um, care about America and wanna improve it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny how you said you people. Yeah, you people, um, uh, white people and, and whatnot, um, America and shit. But, like, so, I mean, I guess, like, where, like, is there a spot? There are, it's kind of impossible, don't you think, to do, to have, like, a white homeland in America, right? Or oh, yeah, of course. It's going to be possible to have a white homeland anywhere. It's just, it's just a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. But... You know, it, it's it's hard to dream sometimes, but I know it'll never happen because let's just say let's just say for let's just say just in the wildest of imagination that this country was broken up into segments and and let's just say the pre- predominant races could live in that segment. Okay. If the government didn't have the white working class. Paying the most taxes, the government would collapse. 
Okay. If, if there was, if there was only like a black sector of, of the United States, they would, they would not be able to, to, to manage themselves. They just would not be able to do it because they don't have it in their brain to do that kind of stuff. If they're a savage race, you can look at any country where it works just like, I mean, where there's very, not very many whites and it's just a savage country. Hmm. They don't have good economies. They don't have good government. Look at South Africa. When, when the whites left, the, the place went crazy. Look at, look at, um, what's the place down south of us that had the earthquake? Haiti. Mm-hmm. That's a black-run government, and, and it's it's just a it's a shithole. If you've ever been there, it's a shithole. Look at Mexico. Mexico has some beautiful places, but where there's not where it's not a tourist area, where there's not white tourists down there spending money, the rest of the country is third world. I'm sorry, Cancun's a shithole. I've been there, dude. Yeah, well, I've never been to Cancun, but I'm just saying, you know, no, where there's not. Like, that's white tourist. But land. you under, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't really agree. I mean, South I mean, Africa was... I mean, you don't... Go ahead. I don't really agree with you. I mean, like, South Africa was fucking horrible before, like, when the white people were in charge. And, like, yeah, but, just, they, but, it was, but there was an economy, though. There, there, was, there was some people making money. And, of course, it was the white people that were making all the money, but... Yeah, because they, they, they... But once the whites left, well. once, the whites, once the whites got done using the black folks to dig all the diamonds for them and, and whatever resources they wanted out of there and they pulled out, left them with nothing, uh, let Mandela out of prison, and let, they gave Mandela control, it just turned to shit. And that's well, a prime example of showing that, that blacks cannot manage themselves. But don't you think, I mean, if, if your people and your grandfather and father were enslaved, do you think that you would have the means and the knowledge how to, of how to run your own life? Yeah, but it's two hundred something. It's uh, what one hundred and sixty-five years later. They went from they went from slave to president in one hundred and sixty-five years. That's pretty fucking remarkable, dude. So, so so there's no there's no excuse. There's no excuse why why. Well, at least in our country, anyway, there's no excuse why any black person cannot be successful because it's proven that they went from slave to president. So there's there's no excuse. There's don't they can't say it's economy. They can't say it's where they grew up. That's a crock of shit. Get in the car and go somewhere else. Go to college. Get a job. But so they like, sit there and they, and they wait. They wait for a handout because they say they were they were they were come from slaves. Well, guess what? I bet you Obama somewhere came from a slave. He's the president of the fucking United States. So what's the right. excuse? So then, like, why? So then, why should I care about like white working class people who complain? About like all the things that they complain about, like what you were just not right, listening. Well, you know, everybody, we got we got we got just as much, uh, you know, shitty people in our race too. Every, everybody's got shitty people in their race. Okay, so uh, guest number seven is listening in. Guest number seven asks, "What about the dispor- disproportionate amount of people of color who are sent to jail? What do you think about that?" Don't commit crimes. Simple. That's simple. Simple way not to not go to jail. Don't don't commit crimes. Hmm. <clears throat> but do you think that like I mean, I mean when we, we have we have we have we have laws set in place for a reason. And when you break laws, you go to jail. And there's 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 nobody to blame but the person that committed the crime. Because when when you know 
people grow up. They know what laws are. They they, they figure it out unless, unless they just dropped out of a fucking airplane somewhere from, from another country that they have no clue what our laws are. I can understand it then. But if they grow up here, they know right from wrong. So here's my question then. I mean, like, you, you think that, like, every black person who's in jail right now is guilty? Probably not. Okay. We have a lot of racist judges. We have a lot of racist judges that just don't care. Yeah, you know, um, racist cops. A friend too. of mine, a friend of mine that um, was in court, and he wondered why the two people, the two blacks ahead of him, got a lesser sentence than he did, and and the judge told him that actually his lawyer told my friend. Mm-hmm. That the judge just doesn't worry about the blacks, he said, because they don't know any better. He said they're going to they're going to go out and do the same crime again. They're just going to get locked up in prison. He said, but he gave my friend a harsher sentence to teach him a lesson, and and you know, and since since that one court case, he's never been in trouble again. Hmm. That's a. Can I ask what the charge was? It goes or? down to the. It goes down to the. It, it, it was aggravated assault. And that goes back to the to the IQ part. I mean, the the they just don't have they don't have it in them to govern themselves. And when you get a pack of them together, they act like animals, and that and that's what's in, that's what's ingrained into them. I mean, they, they're a savage race. So then, how did one become president? Well, they I guess they pulled them to the side and and, and beat education into them, made it made them made them uh, do right. I think he had a little bit of Asian in him somewhere, didn't he? Oh, my God. This I don't guy. even know if it's Hawaiian or Asian or something. I don't know. Oh, my I'm God. I'm not sure of his lineage. Dude, man, you got to, like, I mean, do, does a clan have, like, a talent night where you tell your <laughs> jokes? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you guys, like, have, like, talent night and shit like that at your uh, rallies? I, uh, not really. It's usually pretty serious when we have the rallies. Well, we're having one in, in the, the middle of this month. If you'd like to come, I'm busy this month. I mean, I'm I'm uh, I might be president. I'm just saying. Um, That's you know that'd be that'd be pretty neat. I mean, you know, it might be uh, I might be sworn in abortion McDiarrhea as president, and um, and uh, yeah. So uh, no justice and peace is writing. Uh, it has always been year, for years. Remember, Obama's father is only a sperm a spring donor. Sperm donor, nothing more. Black ran. Yeah. Okay. Well, how many? Well, that's 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 just the the basic label for all black fathers. They're just sperm donors. Oh my God, damn, dude, this is a that was a punchline just now. That was um that was a like some uh like Lisa Lampin. That was an interesting punchline. There you go. I like her. She's funny as hell. Yeah, she's but she's another. Talented. She's another. She's another race traitor. Yeah, because she fucks black guys, But she's right? funny. But she's funny. So, like, I mean, are you able to enjoy anything? Like, I mean, when you turn on the TV, like, what, do you have, like, you, I know you watch Sons of Anarchy, but you know that the, the head actor, Ron Perlman, his name's Ron Perlman. Yeah, he's Jew. Yeah, does that bother you? I mean, does, does that, like... No, it don't bother me. Well, you know, we got, we, they, there, there's a place for everybody, and, and, uh, one of the good things is, is blacks make good entertainers, and, and so do certain Jews. And you know, I mean, there's a place okay. for everybody. But you don't like their entertainment, right? 
not really. If it's a, if it's a predominantly black show, something like that, or, or whatever, I won't watch it. Um, you know, so let's a couple you. here and there. Right. What about like uh, like uh, Will Smith? He's pretty famous, like a mainstream actor. Yeah, he he actually done pretty good, but he's just a, he's just another another white guy trapped in a black body. But he's done really good for himself. You know, right. I'm glad he done done as good as he did. <laughs> You're happy for him. <laughs> That's great. Um, I'm glad that you're. <laughs> oh, you are you are a complicated man, and you know what? I I, I, know. I, know. I, I will salute you on this one. You can't pin you down. I I think you should like make friends with the. Tr- I think you should be a little bit of a race trader, just so like you can have a career in comedy, because you seem to like come with tags and a punchline. So, uh, guest number seven is writing, what's a white guy trapped in a black body? You want to extrapolate on that, buddy? I don't know. I guess I guess it's black people that act really white. You know, he had a rap career before he died. I mean, if he'd, if he'd have stepped, I guess if he'd have stuck to his culture, he'd have stayed in, in, in the bad part of Philly where he used to live instead of moving out to Bel Air, California. <laughs> and that's where he lives. He lives, you know, he lives right outside Hollywood. That's right. Um, in his big ass, in his big ass mansion. I mean, if he was, if he's black, he's proud to be black. He just should have just stayed in Philly, down in the hood, you know, with his people. But no, he wants to be with the white folks. This, this was this was depicted very stirringly in that documentary series, uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You guys remember that show? The documentary series, um, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, was a it was a really harrowing documentary about Will Smith moving to. Uh, Moving to uh, Belmar, Beverly Hills, or whatever. It was a very harrowing documentary, and um, he had like a little um, right. He got his ass kicked, and uh, I have to say, like you know, his mom in that documentary was pretty over the top. Do you remember the Freshmen's of Bel Air that documentary series, Dragon? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Remember how he took that cab all the way from Philly to California, and he yeah, yeah. and he, he actually, actually he landed he landed, he took a flight out there. He just took the, took the airport, took the flight uh, cab from the airport. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that, but like one of the, like one of the most uh, compelling moments of that documentary is um, uh, he gets out of the cab and he says to the cab, "Yo, home, smell you later." It was I, yeah, I almost was cried. I almost cried. It was such a poignant and just sort of human moment where he stepped out of the cab and said, yo, home, smell you later. I mean, I don't know. Guys in the chat room, guest number seven, you ever see that show? It was, it's, a, it's a really compelling documentary. Should have been nominated. Um, okay, so um, basically he's a white guy trapped in a black body. Um, no justice in peace. Ice cream, is that the answer, seven? What is it? Dude, no justice and peace. I'm trying to understand you too. This guy's like a West African racist or something <clears throat> against his own people. Um, wow, we're off on a tangent. Okay, so um, you don't. I mean, like, you don't have any interactions with other races, right? You just try to like keep. But like, you work with those two black. Guys. Oh, there's, there's there's a guy. Uh, I work with a black guy every day. So like these are my ha- colleagues at work. So it's not. I mean, I mean, you think. I mean, I don't go to work with, with my clan robe on. 
you know, I have, like I, I've said before, I have I have a business relationship with people, and then I have my own relationship with my race. Right. You know, I keep them keep them separate. So, um, I think it'd be and kind I'm of not rich. So I, I mean, I'm not I'm not a rich person. So I would I would be a fool to, you know, just go around spouting off that I'm a racist and, and uh, all, all that shit. I mean, that's, that'd be just that'd be just stupid. So when you're working with this black person, um, I mean, do you ever like just feel rage boiling up inside of you? No, no, he's actually a pretty good guy. Okay, he's a pretty good guy. Like, do you guys like talk to each other? Do you joke around with each other? Mm, yeah, all day. No, we don't joke around. I keep everything on a professional level, and it's, it's just what I do. But you guys exchange you know, niceties. Like, you'll say good morning to him, right? Of course, yeah. You know, ask me how I'm doing. I tell them I'm doing fine. You know, vice versa. So, oh god. So, and and you don't like feel like disgust. Like if he shakes your hand or something, you're not like, oh, I need a a rape shower. No, no, that's that's a little ridiculous. I guess. Hmm. I mean, I, I guess I don't understand like how. Well, you see, you're trying to, you know, you're 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 not thinking. I mean, you're 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 just you're just trying to pull out, you know, presume bad things, and uh, you know, like I I told you before, I, I don't I don't hate anybody. Well, I'm not saying you do, you know, but I like just, you are, just, you believe in separatism, right? Yeah. Okay. So hang on one second. I got a call coming in. Let me just see. Okay. Uh, no problem. All right. All right. Oh, come on. Don't fucking. Okay. S California. Are you there? Yeah. Hi, how are you, sir? Or ma'am? Okay. You're okay? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what can I do for you? What, uh, have you been listening to the conversation already? No, I just got on the call. I just listened to see what it's about. Cool. Um, yeah. This is The Hate Project. It's a show about hate. It's a show exploring the reasons uh, and sources of why people hate. We invite anyone to call in anonymously, and it's a free speech zone. Express how they feel. And um, I am talking with Dragon1488, who's a current member of the clan, the Ku Klux Klan. Sorry, not the Wu-Tang Clan, right, Dragon? (laughs) No, (laughs) me and Ghostface Killer are not friends. You know who Ghostface Killer is? Oh, my God. Do you listen to rap music? I had once started to enjoy it when I was younger, but I got, you know, realized as I got older, it was just trash. It was all that cussing and, and, you know, degrading women and shit like that. So I kind of, it's kind of phased in and phased out. Okay. I mean, you're, you're... I wasn't much of a Wu-Tang, I wasn't a Wu-Tang fan fan anyway. Actually, actually was a Will Smith fan for a while, you know, back, back in the eighties. Back then. Yeah. Uh, MC Hammer. Uh, Run DMC, shit, uh, LL Cool J, uh, hell, I can't even remember all of them. So, like, what are some of the white groups that uh, have replaced these guys? Have filled that void, like, uh, like Backstreet Boys? Well, I listen. To that. No, I, no, I, I, I listen to. I've always liked heavy metal, so just whatever you know, variances of, of heavy metal, you know. Uh, right. Anything. I guess my favorite my favorite band is Godsmack. Uh, Godsmack. Like Metallica and like Metallica and Guns N' Roses, shit like that. Right. 
You know that slashing is what this was that black. Yeah, I heard that. And he's actually a really good guitarist. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. You are you are a complicated man. I mean like yeah, Okay, so I'm sorry. So as California, like what's on your mind? What do you have do you have anything to say? Uh I don't there, know. Uh, I want to hear about this guy from uh, the Klan? What? Uh, why he believes what he believes? Okay. Yeah. 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 We. We. I know. We, I know. It's teaches teaches own. You know what I mean? Like I, I respect his opinion no matter what he feels. You know? Right. And oh, and somebody in guess guess number seven is writing, and Kirk Hammett from Metallica is half Filipino. Wow. A lot of. Uh, yeah. Well, so like it doesn't. It, I mean, here, here's the thing, Dragon. Like, I'm not, I'm not even accusing you of being hateful, but like, you do believe in separation of the of the races, right? But you still, so then, like, then how do you, how do you enjoy, like, how are you allowed to enjoy these things then, like the entertainment you like and all that? I'm not following you. You, you. you don't understand why I like Metallica or somebody because they have a non-white person in the, in the band? Yeah. I, I just like their music. I, I care less who they have in the band. Hmm. Okay. So then, like, why don't you still like Run DMC or uh, MC Hammer? No, they just, they, just don't make, they just don't make music anymore. Oh, well, one of them, yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> LL Cool J does, though. No, I haven't. You know, like I said, I, I've been only listening to to uh, more or less rock or, or uh, metal, you know, probably for the past 15 years. So, you know, I'm just kind of a, a passing fad when I listen to that stuff. So, um, I guess, like, do you listen to any skinhead rock? You like that stuff? Uh, it's kind of too fast for me, you know. I'm 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 43. I'll be 44 sometime middle of this month, but you know, it's just kind of kind of too fast for me. Oh wow! I guess what you would consider classic rock now. <laughs> oh, yeah, stuff from the 80s and 90s is more that's what I like. So, uh, what was that? S. California, you were saying something? Um, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just going to ask this dude, like, uh, how long he's been a member of the clan and have these beliefs. How long have I been a member of the Klan? Yeah, and have these since two, 2010. Uh, why? Why in your older years have you uh, have you always felt that way, or you just uh, joined later in life, or what? No, I, I I just just got into it, you know, probably in the past ten years. But it's just something, any, something that I started believing in. There's. Well, you figure the older you get, the more uh, mature you, you get, or the more educated you get. And you know, racism is all about being un- uneducated. That's why I was uh, wondering why. No, that's not true. Woodrow Wilson was a, was was racist. He was president. So that, that was that's, that's not accurate. Woodrow Wilson. You're saying, you're saying the Klan's not racist? I didn't say the Klan wasn't racist. You're you're saying that. Being a racist means you're uneducated. That that's not accurate. Oh, okay, I, my bad. I shouldn't said it's my opinion. Anyway. 
I'm not. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of racists that are that are very intelligent. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. Uh, I insinuate anything of the sort. Uh, I should have rephrased that a different way. Well, um, there are definitely a lot of racist people who are intelligent, and um, they're just using their intelligence for evil, right? I wouldn't even say that, but I would just say, uh, you know, like uh, everybody knows all men are created equal. You know, no matter, despite some of the views, you know, God created man and everybody's equal no matter what color you are. You know, but I, I you know, I respect his opinion, uh, you know, if he believes that, it's, you know, his beliefs. But, well, here's my know, question. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, wow. Talk shoe, right, guys? Um, all right, so here's my question. Dragon, like, you refer to, like, blacks as, like, a savage race. I mean, that's there's no hatred in that statement at all? No, not really. It's just, just what I've... What I've what, it's just how I feel about them. Like, there's no contempt at all in that statement? Um, uh, there could be some. Okay. Hmm. But like, uh, but you don't, you don't. Know there's, there's bad, uh, bad people in any race. You know, I'm just wondering I'm, why. I've already, already said that. What's that? I said I've already said that earlier. That that there's 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 bad people in every race. Oh, okay, my bad. I didn't hear. But because, but because, and and like I've said earlier, you know, and and it sounds like you feel the same way. It's okay for everybody else to have pride in their race as, as long as they're not white. Well, if, if they're white, then then they're racist. Well, the only, no, the only problem uh, I think people have with that is, uh, remember, these are just my opinions, is that when you flick it on others, you know, like anybody, proud, Hispanic, black, white, Asian, it's just when you uh, flick your views on others. Yeah, like... Uh, uh, let's say you treat somebody different because of their color of their skin. You know, I can understand you treated somebody different because somebody did something to you, like somebody, you know, robbed you or somebody broke into your house or, you know, something like that. But I just wonder why the clan is like, like, okay, they, you know, I believe in, you know, whatever, you know, you're saying, like, you can be pr- uh, proud of your race, this, that, and the other, but... Why is there such a connotation on black people? You know, I'm not even black, but I'm just uh, trying to get, you know, with a bi- without a biased opinion. You know, like why? The, they don't uh, that's that's something. That's something from history. That that's not that's not what the Klan is about today. At least at least our group. You know, that's just something that that's just something that happened in history that that you know that we can't shake. So I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we do. You know, we're always going to have a negative light on us, no matter how good we try to become. Yeah, but well, we sure. can mind our own business. We can mind our own business and walk down the street and everybody know that we're a clan and somebody's going to start a fight with us. And we can just walk right down the street and, you know, have, uh, I'll just, I'll give you, for, uh, uh, for instance, we can apply for a parade permit. Everybody dress up in their, in their uh, uniform, march down uh-huh. the street, mind their own business, and we're the ones that are going to get attacked. And we're minding our own business demonstrating our right of free speech and, and, and whatever other, you know, whatever things, whatever other things in the Constitution that we're allowed to do during that uh, march. And we will get attacked 
even though we did not provoke any violence to anybody. That's that's only because it's offensive, you know. Okay, but it's different. It's different though when the Black Panthers have a march, or or the Muslims have a march, or or there's a gay parade coming down the road. Yeah, because those people don't hate people. Are you are you kidding me? You think the Black Panthers don't hate nobody? Are you serious? Well, well I take that back. They um, are you? Yeah. Do you think the Muslims don't hate people? Yes, but when they march, you Louis, they don't. You think Louis? You think Louis Farrakhan doesn't hate white people? Yes, but they don't. Uh, okay, Louis Farrakhan. Okay, no, is, no, no. What's the difference? What is the difference? What's the difference? Okay, what is the, the difference? He, does, he, he does. I'll agree with you. He does hate people, but the Klan is. Uh, Extremely offensive, you know. Like uh, they, all oh, they chant, you know. What, what, okay, no. How how is how is how is any hate, even though it's different in different skin color? How come white is more offensive than black hate? Yeah, but why is it more, why, why is why is why is their degree of hate uh, lesser than ours? Well, I'm not I'm not saying Just well, because they're black. Their groups don't walk down the street and yell obscenities to other people. Are you serious, man? You need to watch the news more closely. The Black Panthers were just down in, in Florida when that uh, Trayvon Martin got killed, and they said that on, on the radio, they said, we need to kill some white people. Did they really? None of them got arrested, but, but, but white folks can get up on a rally and, and, and say something to that nature, and everybody there will get arrested. They'll get arrested? That's one. That's one. If, I, if, if, if a white person made that I, kind of comment. They really get arrested. That's one isolated incident. So, uh, the Klan does that every time they go and march. Every time. No, they don't. Are you kidding me? You, you, need, to watch, you need to watch the rallies. Everybody, no, has, everybody has watched the rallies. All you do is speak hate. And everything's offensive and you attack so, the race. Okay, no, and what's, what's any different than any other race that, that has pride marches? Yeah, but they don't, they don't speak obscenities to uh, the general public. Dragon, I recommend you get me the get me any any clan rally that was public that that preached hate and, and email it to me. Because I've never well, seen one. Screaming white power and uh, yelling the N word. What, what's, what's hateful? What's hateful about saying white power? Because because the blacks say black power. What I mean, what's what's hateful about it? Well, I've, I've never no. seen any black rallies. I've never <laughs> seen any black rallies. I've seen white pow- uh, white rallies or Ku Klux Klan members, and they're always uh, sell- uh, uh, yelling out obscenities to offend people. So let me throw this out there, guys. Uh, let me interject. It's my fucking show. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm, just, I'm sorry. Um, guest number seven writes, white privilege, which has suppressed others for a long time. There's evidence to back that up. What do you think about that? It's true, but but we mechanize the world, so we should have a little bit of say so in what goes on. But you what the world? I'm sorry. Mechanized, industrialized, brought, industrialized brought the Stone the Age to the brought the Stone Age to the modern age. It was all done by white people. Yeah, but don't you realize this land is the American Indians that the white man conquered? Who gives a shit? They couldn't. They couldn't. Yeah, they conquered. We conquered. We conquered. Mechanized, industrialized. They had weapons, guns, and that that went on. That went on around the world, uh, on, on everywhere. The the, the stronger race prevailed. It wasn't the stronger race; it was uh, weaponry. Hmm. It was still white people. So, 
let me ask you this. So like, you don't understand like why other races would hate white people or like be wary. Like when white people speak about white power, because like, they probably like at some point think like, Oh God, this guy's going to bulldoze my fucking house and kill my children. You know what I mean? I'm serious, Dragon. Like, I'm, I'm really asking you. Like, that's why. No, no, that's just, that's, that's just, spec- you're just speculating. But you just now said that white people have been colonizing and mechanizing the world and, and sort of, like, taking over the world. Like, maybe people are afraid of that. You know what I mean? So, like, so, when, when, so they hear the phrase, it, when they hear the phrase white power, it's like, oh, fuck, that guy's going to blow my head off. You don't, you don't ever hear how they feel uh, inside. What's that? You don't ever hear you don't ever hear any other group uh, spray painting someone's house, KKK, niggers out, this, that, and the other. You don't ever see that ever. Yeah, and that was probably that was probably done by by their next door neighbor that's probably black, just trying to get the get get the attention brought to them. <laughs> or they were kids, or they were kids that done it. Right. Yes. Guess number eight writes: Ideas and inventions come from everywhere. Hmm. And there's some evidence to back that shit up. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they come from America. Yeah. Yeah, but if it's it's common sense, I'm from the south. Uh, tell me anything. Tell me, tell me any invention that was created by a non-white that that's that's actually in use. That that's 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 you know has has progressed through time. That's, do, that's doing any, just anything. Give me, give me anything. Let's see. Um, Google it. God, Google it. Hell, if you, if you don't know, just Google it. Give me some. Oh, sorry, sorry. Somebody's. I'm. I'm. I'm keeping up with the chat. Um, mass production. Guess number eight writes. Guess number seven writes. Peanut. Yes, the peanut. Oh, big deal. Fucking peanut. Who gives a fuck about peanut or peanut butter? That ain't not an invention. They were fucking hungry. <laughs> who, who made the fucking machine that made peanut butter? Who owns Who owns Skippy and Jif and and all them motherfuckers? Carver, um, you know, it, it, it's not going to be blacks. I guarantee you. Yeah, but do you realize most of those people invented all this stuff and who colonized and created uh, oh, technology? Jesus Christ, man! You don't know. You don't know what you're talking about. No, you're, listen, you're just, you're just listen, throwing out conjecture. No, listen. You're the what one about talking computers? about modernizing, modernizing all the stuff that were Jewish people. Yep, of course, but they weren't black. Yeah, but why do you hate Jewish people? What did I say about Jewish people? So you're oh, you're, 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 you're just trying to pull shit out. No, I'm right. telling you, it's a known fact. It's a known fact that the Klan doesn't like Jewish people and black people. Yeah, come on, Dragon. You know the Klan doesn't like anybody. That's, no, I'm just saying. I didn't. I, I didn't mention one thing about you're, Jews during you're the show. You're being a hypocrite, dude, because you're saying the white people and Jewish people are white. No, no, they're not. Yes, they are. Look at their skin, dude. What color do you think they are? Purple. Yeah, Dragon, they're, they're not the white. <laughs> they're of the jizz race. But also, I mean, you don't you don't think that everyone like has contributed to the development of all technology, like like compute I'm gonna throw this out, computers. What do you think makes this country the the way it is? It's uh a, mel- a melting pot. That's what makes the country the best country in the a world. Melting pot. You think you think diversity works? That's why our country is so strong today. Yeah, okay, go. Okay, I'll tell you what. Go down to Haiti and start talking diversity down there, and watch what happens to you. They'll cut your head off. If you look at any 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 country that's predominantly 
not white, and, and go down there and start preaching diversity to them, and watch what happens to you. Diversity equals death, and that's exactly what, where, the, where this country is heading. They don't live, all these countries don't live in a free country. You know, all these countries are, are not uh, like a, they're not uh, free countries. You know, they're not, um, whatever you call it, democratic. Uh-huh. Most of them are democratic. You know, most, that's why that makes a difference. Most, most, all most, of, Northern, most of Northern Africa are, are democratic countries. I mean, they still have, have, uh, have elections and stuff like that. I don't know how good, uh, how, how well they're done. That's why our country is so good, because we have the difference between all these other countries. We have a, um, uh, a high class, we have middle class and low class. And all these country, other countries, they either have high class or low class. They have no middle class, this, the working people that can contribute right, to the vote. Because they, they don't work. Having a middle right, class doesn't work? You understand what I'm saying? They're in control. The, the rich people make the laws. The rich people get elected, not the, the people's people. You That's California. Are you there? You, you, your voice, like, went away. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I was just saying that there's... The reason our country is so good because there's a middle class. All these other countries don't have a middle class, and the power is right. within the, the rich. That's why the, the rich people, whoever they want in office in all these other countries, get elected. The yeah, poor people right. have no say. We're, we're sadly going towards that. Let me welcome a new guest, uh, Nadge Radio. Are you there? Yeah, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? Did I pronounce your name right? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Uh, just, I just checked in, man. Uh, interesting guest you got on your show uh yeah the first thing that stuck out was the idea of uh one set of people inventing everything yeah which is which is nonsense every invention comes from all peoples and it's from small steps you go to you go to the white man james watt who uh developed the steam engine he didn't develop that on his own he figured that out with a teapot now how did he get the teapot somebody else invented that that's that's how invention works it works over time incremental advancement from multiple sources, not one person sitting down and figuring out something. So, I mean, it's kind of laughable to listen to this guy talk about the, things that the, are just... The general, the general, the general, mechanism of this, level the general mechanizing of this world, the general mechanizing of this world came predominantly from white people. It's just a ridiculous statement that's not true. It's just, I'm uh, sure, I'm sure. That, that's why I I'm provided sure that as an example mass production, I'm sh- which is something I'm that sure we still use to this that, that helped in it. There's no, there's no non-whites that helped in it. Everybody made their contribution. That doesn't mean some people weren't more brilliant sure. than others. Tesla's sure. way more brilliant than Edison was, but Edison is more celebrated. Well, he had more Eli, Eli, Eli Whitney that doesn't mean stole, he's more uh, important. Stole, uh, you know, Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin. He stole that idea from a black guy. I didn't. I didn't make that assumption about anybody stealing any ideas because that doesn't matter either. I'm I didn't say. I didn't say. One that. person I was, I was didn't create anything. I'm just trying to get you to understand that it's not like one I'm talking about the general. The general percentage. The general percentage of, of inventions were done by white people in this world. Well, the patent office, or, or the, the, the patent the office and laws and copyrights won't agree with that statement because you'll be able to look and see that they come from everywhere. This is just your statement because that's how you feel and that's what you want to happen. You can't do research on emotion. You have to do it with a 
I guess you could say an objective view, which you don't have. So since you want that to be the case, that's what you look for. Okay, give me me something that, that, that we're using every day that a black person has invented. I just gave it to you, man. Besides, besides peanut butter. Well, I didn't say peanut, peanut butter. butter. I said mass peanut production. Butter. Mass production of what? Mass production of anything. The idea of an assembly line. You you brought up George Washington. No, Robert I'm talking about peanuts. No, I just well, want to you want to bring up. Well, if you, if you let me speak, I tell you. Just give me a specific. If you bring up George Washington, you want to bring up his most significant contribution, which is mass production, not a peanut. Okay, give me one invention in specific. I just did, man. The assembly line, mass production. I just did, man. Mass production is just a general idea. That's not a general idea. That's what mechanized the world, as you would call it. Can you put... Can you put mass production in your pocket? Can you drive it to work? Can you can you fly to another c- country? Or no, mass you production? can you can go from being able to clothe and feed only fifty people to doing fifty thousand because you're mass producing. Oh, okay. So you're trying yeah, to they mass produce. Oh, I got you. Because you're I probably you. not that smart. But that's your thing. I got you. Yeah, I got that's you. your so, thing. So now back to the other conversation. Our country, our country, if I'm our allowed. country. You, our country uses slavery in other countries to mass produce the clothes that you're probably wearing right now. Which is true. So, so you know, when you when you when you put your Nikes on each day, when but, you put your but that doesn't, on each that doesn't day, make the invention bad. That makes the, just the use of that, the invention bad. That you're probably that you're probably a black man that's promoting slavery because you're probably no, wearing Nike no, no. shoes. You're probably wearing Fubu shirts. Uh, you think people still wear Fubu? You think people still wear Fubu, man? You've been out of loop for a long time. That's now let me explain. Let me explain why your ideas. <laughs> let me explain why your ideas are still simple. Now you just said mass production is is used now in wage slavery in foreign countries. Okay, how something is used doesn't mean that thing is evil. If you have a gun and you do something atrocious with it, that's because you did it. It doesn't mean the gun is evil. So mass production is not an evil thing because it's used for wage slavery now. That's because people are using that to evil ends. Now back to your comments on diversity, if you allow me. Uh, You brought up that diversity kills or whatever you said. Now, this is just simple simple science, eighth-grade science, if you want to talk about biology. There were some doctors who went to Vietnam, and they wanted to help the people with the food there. So they took over and started growing rice. They set up a plant and grew nothing but rice. It grew real big and real long. That was a good thing. But the people over there who had been using diversity in their farming, out of that same type of plant, they got rice, they got greens, they got uh, arugula, they got fish, they got all types of other different things. Diversity is biological, man. It's just, just one of the laws of nature. You don't have to agree with it because you hate other people, but that's your problem. Okay, who did, who did I say that I hated? I've, I've stressed this before on, on other shows that I don't hate anybody. Sir, if you think anybody that doesn't have the same skin tone as you is less than, then you do hate them, and you have a problem. No, I got, not really. I got a perfect example from you. I'm from the South, and you'll see shirts everywhere around uh, lower-income white people and have shirts with Confederate flags that say, it's not heritage, it's hate. I mean, it's not hate, it's heritage. What do you think the clan's heritage is? It's hate. Why do you think they hung them? Why do you think they did all these horrible things to black people? 
You're and the saddest thing about it is the Klan. I mean, when you talk about the Klan and I things do. like that, it's, it's nothing but it's like a sideshow. If you want to talk about people who are inflicting punishment on other people, like putting them in bad situations as far as education, as far as jobs and things like that, the Klan has no power. So, I mean, you just a, it's a small-time terrorist group. That's all it is. So what do you think about that, Dragon? Are you a small-time – do you think the Klan's a small-time terrorist group? Not the one that I'm involved in, no. So, like, okay. it sounds like you're, you're I can't, involved I in, like, can't speak. I can't speak for the others. Well, so okay. Just, I can the way, like, sorry, I, I have to interrupt, like, because Dragon's called into the show a few times, and he, and we've talked. Dragon, you make it sound like your clan franchise, I guess is the best way I could put it. You guys are, like, the more, like, moderate people. If that's, right. that's, how you, that's how you make it sound. Yeah, we're not even, you know, so you I, don't, you I, don't, I try to talk... I try to talk to you, you know, to to the show about uh, working, working just with my race, but it always ends up, you know, you you mean you're trying to pull the hate out of me. I'm not trying you know, to do that. It's like when you. When I'm you not talking about like, you. I'm I'm just talking about anybody in general. I mean, like I say, I can you can say that I'm in the clan, and we can talk about oranges, and somebody will will, will try to pull something hateful out of that. And, well, it's not and, actually and, uh, pulling it out. That's the branding that name has on it. So if you're saying you're okay. different and you're now, just me, a separatist you group, a question. You, I understand. Let me I, ask I you a question. It, you're do, you, do you? Okay. So, so you're saying it's wrong for white people to be proud of their of their race? I haven't made any statement close to that. No, I'm just asking you. I'm asking no, you. No, that's how you feel. That's okay. how you feel. I just said it's wrong but, if you think you other assume, people are less than. But if you don't, but that's you but you assume because I assume because you said you're in the KKK. I didn't assume just out of the blue. Okay, so so if I meet somebody that that's in the Black Panthers or or in whatever group that that uh, Mr. Yeah, there is no runs, equivalent to the KKK so I, I should, on the black side. I brother. should I should assume that they're not <laughs> that they're not radical. And no, that, because that, that, there is no equivalent to the KKK. Show me the bodies from the other groups that would give them the reputation you guys have. You have a different reputation than they do. And so you know the reason, you have the, the reason you have the reputation is because that is the basis of the Ku Klux Klan is hate. From okay. the beginning of time, is hate. And, you know, the, the, it's the basis of any tribe. So, so why wouldn't you start another group and say we're this white separatist group? We're not against it anybody. Doesn't matter. It doesn't ourselves. matter. Why would you brand yourself that way? It doesn't matter what we label ourselves. If we say we're white and we're proud, you're going to automatically label us as racist, no matter what we do. No, not true, man. I, I think I think people are a little smarter hey, than people, that. You, if people, you articulate your people side, and people are people, people think the Tea Party. People think the Tea Party are racist. Does everybody think that, or do some people think that? Well, well Dragon, can I can I can I speak to that? On Dragon, the, uh, Dragon on the news. Dragon, can I speak to everybody that? on the news? Dragon, hey, come on. Come on. Here's here's why people may say the Tea Party's racist. They were screaming nigger at Congressman Joe Lewis at one of their rallies. I don't know. That sounds a little. All weird. of them were. All of them were. Or yeah, were just a lot of them were. Group. A lot of them were. I mean, if you mix a whole lot, if you mix a whole lot of black people together, somebody's gonna start yelling something racist. But that doesn't make that doesn't say that all the, all the blacks there were racist. Well, so Nigeria, what do you think about like black power groups in relation to white power? I, I want to pose this question to you, like. Well, it's, it's a false equivalency, for one, because, like okay. I said, where are the bodies? And for two, it depends on which group you're talking about. Like, if you're talking about this so-called new Black Panther Party, 
then yeah, I could see somebody uh, definitely lining them up with some of these other groups, such right. as the Klan. But if you're talking about the original Black Panther Party or any of those groups from the '60s, that's nonsense. Yeah, the, the original Black Panther Party was was set up to protect black civilians from the cops oh. brutalizing them, right? Yeah, it's a totally yeah. different thing. Now, if you're talking about these new fools, I don't know who they are, man. I don't know where they right. came from. But black let's, let's talk, let's talk about the numbers. Why are there over 250 white supremacist groups, and you want to equate that to the new Black Panther Party, which probably has less than 100 members? I haven't seen more than 50 of them in one photo. Um, you probably haven't seen more than 50 clans in one photo. Oh, I've seen a clan march, brother. I'm from Illinois. I've seen a clan march before. I've seen way more than 50. The Black Panthers or were set up for equal rights. They were not set up for hate groups. Exactly. Totally different thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's a false equivalency when you try to balance those two things out. Maybe There's maybe, back, maybe back in the 60s. Maybe back in the 60s, that's what the Black Panther was about, but not today. No, they weren't back then. No, they weren't about that back then. You can and actually and read the 10-point program. I've never read any Klan paraphernalia that showed that, okay, we're not this group that they try to make us out to be. I've read Black Panther paraphernalia to see that they're different. I've listened to Bobby Seale. I've listened to Huey Newton. I don't I don't see where's where's the KKK's guy who explains no, we're not against other people, we're just for our so I haven't I haven't seen it or heard it. I don't know which 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 one you're speaking of. All I all I know is about the group that I'm in. Okay, you you keep saying that you and, only know about the group you're in, we don't, but you understand we don't, that we don't, the we group don't, that you're in has a name and has a legacy that it carries. The legacy that it carries that, that's, is that's something right. that's right. what? That's correct. Okay, so with that legacy, and I can't, of course, I can't people help, will assume I can't things help. about you. I can't help it. You chose that name. You chose that reputation. If I say that I'm a Crip member, but... My little Crip gang over here, we're doing this and we're doing that, and it's positive. People aren't going to listen to me because they know what the Crips are about, and I'm going to have to prove to them that I'm different. You can't change a legacy just because you decide so. world don't work like that, man. The, the modern-day modern day how can, how is just well, a disguise. How can, how can a person not change their legacy? How can you not... You can't change the legacy of a group that has a lot of blood on their hands. That's all I'm saying. You can become another group, a different name, and explain your position. But if you want to start off as the Klan just to, for shock value or for attention, then you got to take all the bad that comes with that, too. I, I mean, hell, it's not like, sound like you want the benefits of it, but you don't want to deal with know, the, and that's the what, pressure that comes and with that's it. What, yeah, and that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're, we're we're our particular clan group works just for our race. We have no no desire to to march against anybody. You know, we have our views on different races, uh, but you know, our our hey, if that's what your group is, is man, I don't have a problem only. with you. If that's what your group is. I don't have a problem with you. Yeah, we but don't, we don't exactly condone any type of violence. That's exactly any what racism is. We don't, we don't condone on other races. That's what racism is, dude. What's on other races? That's what racism is. No, it's prejudice, okay. man. It's prejudice because they don't have the power to be racist. To be racist, they would have to be able to affect the rest of the population. If they're willing to go off on their separate way and do whatever crazy little things they do, that's on them. As long as they don't affect other citizens, I have no problem with them. That's hey, that's their right. That's their freedom. That's their choice. That was my point as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because they're inflicting 
their views on other people and hating other races just for the color of their, of their skin. And then dragon, you don't do that. You're saying, well, you know, I don't personally do it. I mean, but if they have, you know, some type of public speech, I mean, that, that it's our right to, to, to make our views known to whoever wants to listen to it. And if, if they don't want to hear our type of speech, they can leave. Yeah, but don't you know that the Klan goes back back to the Hitler days? It's almost about genocide. Well, look at South Africa. Every, every Klan member, every neo-Nazi, it always resorts to uh, genocide, like Hitler. You know, like there's nobody belongs to the white people, this, that, and the other. The modern-day Klan is just a disguise of hate. By saying what you're every saying. Modern, every modern-day damn pride group is, is some kind of disguise for hate. Yeah, all, these other groups, all these other groups have never gone out and hung people from the beginning of time. Now, like this guy said, you know, uh, it's it's not it's it's nothing but hate. These other groups were fighting for equal rights. You, you, you know, you're you're reading out of the same history book that I'm reading out of, and, and you know, a lot of the times, you don't know if that history is accurate or not. So well, you're saying the Klan has a different legacy than what other people think it is? Is that is that what you're asserting? No, I'm sure they have a bad legacy, but I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> okay. sure that a lot of the stuff they've done wasn't true either. You know, it's just just stuff made up. Well, just, just like all the stuff, that the, just like all the stuff that the Jews made up about Hitler. I mean, how do you kill? I mean, how do you kill that many millions of people in that short of time? It's documented. And, and, and burn, burning, burning all those, burning all what is? How many? How many millions of Jews? They say Hitler killed like sixty million. There wasn't sixty six, million Jews in Europe at no, the time. Six, six they didn't million, say too. six. There weren't even that many Jews. There weren't even that many Jews in fucking Poland and Germany and Hungary at the time. Oh, I just oh, Red, Red, Red Sonia had some uh, information on that a few weeks ago. <laughs> Remember that, dude? This is amazing. Okay, so, so what happened at the camps, then, man? If they didn't kill these people, what happened? Where did all this research you know come long, from on know nerve long, gas and things you, like that? Why did Dr. No, Kurt Blur be never to the United proven. States as our number one? It was never proven. They, they, no, they took they took forensic uh, forensic doctors out there, and they could not find one fucking bit of this so-called nerve gas they used on the Jews. Okay, so where did the research? You, you still haven't answered where the research come from. And like I said, Kurt Blurmer, who was brought over here to run the United States nerve gas system, and all the other things, all the, all the other scientists that they brought over from that era, who were they testing that stuff on then? I don't have no idea, but it's not mathematically possible to incinerate that many people in that short of time. Well, they didn't incinerate everybody. That's why. You kind of have to read about their stuff, about their history of what happened, and know Yeah, they didn't incinerate everyone. Even gassing people. If you're researching something from a position of, I want it to be this, then it's not real research because you won't open your eyes to what's right in front of you. Now, you say there's no way they could have killed all those people. Well, there's no, there wasn't, there wasn't six million Jews. Happened, there wasn't six million Jews in. There wasn't six million Jews on the continent at that time. Says you. Well, yeah, Red Sonia says, look, right. no, says look, at the, look at the damn look at the damn birth statistics of that time. Oh my God! Man. Right. Hey, Red look Sonia, if you're in the chat, can you post that link again? Like there there were 9.5 million Jews in Europe. At that yeah, time. but they weren't they weren't in they weren't where Hitler was. Well, Hitler was not in, 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 in That's why they shipped them all in. This videotape documented it, 
and showing where do you think those gas chambers were meant for and human remains in it, bones. Where do you think all these videos, you can go and look on the Internet and see videos of Jews being tra uh, transported in uh, trains to Auschwitz and all over the place. And show bulldozers of dead Jews being bulldozed. Uh, you know, I bet you. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that probably 99% of those videos were not were not filmed out from anybody on Hitler's side. It was all just propaganda from 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 uh, uh, from, from from the United States and and whatever allied people that were in, all, all involved in that. There's people that live. You got to remember. It, you got to remember <laughs> whoever, whoever wins the war makes, makes the damn makes the history. Gets to write the history. <laughs> this is crazy, man. Don't you realize that uh, that it was documented from all the countries around the world that not uh, the Germans are the ones that were putting out the propaganda. Not, I didn't uh, know. I didn't right. know. And, and the I Germans have gone on this apology tour for all these years later for no reason. Like they're, they're yeah. apologizing for nothing. Actually, is that what's going on? I, there's a thing. I, I don't know who I heard this from, but there's a thing called dead reckoning. It's a naval term. If you're lost at sea and you don't know where you are, you use dead reckoning, which is uh, the last position that you knew. The only problem is if the dead reckoning is wrong, then you're just pretty much lost. And when you're doing research, I think that's something that, that kind of comes up. It's, 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 it's dead reckoning. So if you're starting from a position that is wrong, you just keep getting more wrong and more wrong and more wrong. And I, I guess think that's seven the situation we got here. Your opinion. Hang on one second. Guest number seven's writing, my relatives in Poland were just shot. Guest number seven, can you just explain that a little bit more in the chat or call in? Sorry, guys. Go ahead. You're saying dead reckoning. Mm. Sorry. So, yeah, you know, I, I just wanted to make that point. I, I'm not trying to knock this guy because I, I just think once you go down the wrong path of something, especially if it's something that you're emotionally attached to as far as you want it to come out a certain way, your research gets worse and worse, and before you know it, you're reading propaganda and you're trying to spit it out as fact, but it doesn't hold up to any type of questioning or inspection. And I, I think that's what he's got with this. But, I mean, revisiting the Holocaust, I mean, it's, I don't know. I usually don't even have that kind of conversation, man, because it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't take us anywhere. So I that's so that's that's the point of this show. This this show is meant to be a genuine exploration of like things of hate and like things we find ugly and things uh that mm. we don't normally address. So um I got you. But just just to change things up, guys, can we go around real quick and say our favorite food? Come on guys, mine is nachos. Dragon, what's yours? Chitlins. Chitlins, <laughs> Nitro Radio. Uh I don't even have one, man. After, after that, that chitlin statement, I can't even say nothing, man. This, this guy's hilarious, man. I give it up to him. This dude, this, this, give okay, it up so to Dragon. Dragon, Dragon, uh, he's been calling into the show. He's about to think about He hates the Jews and stuff like that. But, like, this guy adds – I rip on my show a lot. This show's meant to be funny, too. And, like, Dragon will, like, add tags to my jokes and, like, sort of, like, add punchlines. Like, I think a Dragon, like, got over, like, a separatist thing and made friends with the Jews – if you were friends, I with think him. it would actually work. I think I think it would actually work if we had like a black guy and a white guy, like a black panther and a Kemp Klansman doing a doing That's a uh, like a daytime, like a like 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 a like a Jerry Springer type show. Dragon, are you or maybe maybe like, yourself, like a sports man, Is that what you really want? Like man? Is that what, that's not what 
we'll, we can have like a sports center type thing. We'll get the white view of, of, of certain sports players and we'll have the black view. And then of well, course, you get we'll the white the view every day. You can turn on TV and get the white view right now. You ain't gonna get the black view. <laughs> Oh my God! Like you, you, you see, like this is this guy's a complicated man. Nazario, can I tell you something? What's up, man? Fourteen eighty-eight was a fan of Run DMC and LL Cool J and MC Hammer back in the day until he became racist. MC Hammer, you calling racist? No, no, no. He became racist in his thirties, basically, right? Dragon did. Yeah. Oh, I see. But Dragon was a fan of Run DMC. This the Klansmen we're talking to. He was a fan of Run DMC, LL Cool J, MC Hammer. Who, who, am, I, who am I leaving out, Dragon? No, oh, hell, you can just think of anybody from, from the 80s back when, you know, when, when there's no There's right, no way the man, popular, the man used to love the king of rock, and now all of a sudden he hates black people, man. That's, that's what's happened here, right? I, 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 don't, I don't, like I said before, I don't hate anybody. I just would rather have a separate society for whites. Is it easier to say I would rather have a separate society than try to work through differences and figure out what's wrong as far as what's going on in this country? Is that a little easier to just say, well, I'm going to separate and be by myself, like-minded people? Well, I, I said I was a separatist first, but, you know, when I when I talk to people that, that call into this show, you know, they always, you know, they just want to, instead of, instead of trying to understand what I'm trying to say, they just want to pick apart who I am. Instead of, instead of wanting to listen, they just want to, they just want to argue. Well, by tagging yourself and as then, a then, then, just, then you realize that invites that, right? I'm sure, but, you know, I'm not surprised about it. I expect it every time I call in. Okay. Yeah, as long as you expect it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, can we can we just all hold hands and uh, sing Kumbaya? Come on, okay. I'm gonna count to three, and we're all gonna sing Kumbaya. Okay, one, two, three. Kumbaya, my lord. Yeah, you buy yourself. Kumbaya. Right Come on, guys. That's California. Jump in here. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Oh well, guys. You know you missed an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! Good times. No, when you're uh, dealing with this hate project, uh, how far how far across the board do you go? Like, do you go in uh, other groups that hate other people? They'll talk about uh, fundamental Islam or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, we're we're open to anything. In oh, okay. fact, like, I mean, at, thus far it's been like mainly like hate based on like race and gender and stuff like that, but like. I had somebody on this show used to be on Blog Talk Radio, and um, I had somebody call in who expressed hatred towards like their their stepmother. We had a long conversation. So, but like, yeah, seriously, like, and it was like this long, deep conversation. And so, like, it's kind of like exploring. It's a, it's a genuine exploration of like the sources and reasons for why hate comes up and exists and still permeates and how it permeates in society. So that's all. I mean. And so, like, yeah, like, let me see what we got here. So that that's what, uh, oh, that's, that's California hung up. Wow. I'm going to miss that guy. But, uh, yeah, that, that's what this show's all about, man. And it's just meant to be, like, we invite people to call in anonymously. I don't need to know, your, like, where you live or your name, your real name or anything. And, you know, just have it out. Oh, okay, gotcha. 
Yeah. It's sort of, I mean, can I, I mean, I can explain sort of like why I started this thing. Um, there's, there's not really like a genuine discussion of race in this country. Like on the one hand, you just have like hate speech. Um, and then on the other hand, like the kind of like more so-called liberal progressive side, it's like, Oh, well, let's not make anyone uncomfortable ever. Even though like these real concrete things that are affecting our lives are uncomfortable and people feel the effects of them. Oh my gosh, let's not, let, let's not talk about that. Let's, let's be careful. And so it's just sort of like finding like that. And then like, you know, what's come up later has been like ironic racism. You know what I'm talking about? Where people say uh, racist things, but they sort of sound like they're joking. Do you know what I'm uh, talking about? Uh, hashtag thug life. That type of thing. Yeah, shit like that. Like, I mean, and you see it a lot where people are just like, oh, well, it's because you're black. Oh, and it's like, there's not really like a punchline to it. It's just like kind of um, you're, 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 they're uncomfortable with like their own racist feelings. So like they have to try and be funny about it, even though they're not being funny about it. So it's sort of like, all right, well, these things that like, these like, avenues of like shame and ugliness like what what's going on here like let's let's try and like get to the source of it that's all oh okay gotcha yeah man well good show like i said i clicked on was listening for a few minutes it was interesting so I yeah, man. well Nash radio i mean like we i mean it's also like we want like people of color uh women we don't have enough women on the show we don't have enough people of color people of the LGBTQ community that would, like, share their own experiences with, like, prejudice. And, and don't forget, and don't forget, we had a celebrity on the show. We had George Takai for Star Trek. Yeah, George Takai calls in. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, man. So uh, we invite them, to, we invite everyone to share their own experiences, or if you yourself are a bigot in some way. And, and you know what? They are out there. I mean, like, I, you know, look, man, like, like, log cabin Republicans, People like that, they're out there. There are women who are there are women who are setting women back for some fucking reason, and there are black people who are really self-loathing, and Jews who are really self-loathing, and so it's like, all right, well, what's that all about? And you're Jewish yourself? No. No. Oh. Sorry. I. You know, I'm the guest host. I'm actually. I'm actually running for president. Um, my name is, um, I'm presidential candidate abortion McDiarrhea and I've, I've been having a really hard time mobilizing like my own campaign. Uh, me and my vice presidential candidate, uh, Osama bin Hitler, uh, we've been having a hard time. Like we have a lot of like bumper stickers that say McDiarrhea Hitler 2012, but nobody's buying them, dude. Do you, I mean, do you know why or no you, you probably didn't that. pay off. You probably didn't pay off the correct lobbyist in Congress. You know, a few years before. That's right. You know, that's probably why. You got to. You got to. You got to. You got to. You got to grease a few palms. You know, before you start. Before you start talking. That's right. Because, you know, that's probably why. Because like, who would not want an abortion McDiarrhea slash Osama bin Hitler? You know, brother? at least right, guys. At least when you take him to, you know, at least take when you take him to McDonald's. At least go ahead and supersize a real form. Oh my God! Do you hear, do you hear what I'm dealing with Nash Radio? Dragon fourteen eighty eight goes with the jokes and adds tags. Hey, Dragon's an interesting guy, man. I, I still can't believe a man grew up listening to Run DMC and LL and <laughs> became a member of the Klan. How does that happen? <laughs> how does the black dude lunch? Like, how does this happen? I grew up. No, I grew up uh, just outside DC. 
when I was young, the area was, was predominantly white. But, of course, you know, as I got older, the, the folks that lived out in Capitol Heights and, and all that, District Heights, the black, you know, started moving into our neighborhoods. And, of course, my dad had to pick up and move further out in the damn country to where there's more white folks. And, then you know, then more blacks started showing up. Then the, the 80s got there. And, you know, I was a teenager uh, in the early part of the 80s. So, you know, you know the, the music back then was great. You know, I grew up, you know, I grew up in a very, you know, where music was a big influence in my family. So, uh, there, you know, there's all kind of, all kind of, uh, different cultural type input, you know, music wise growing up. Have you ever talked to a therapist? Have I ever talked to a therapist? No, I haven't. No? Oh. I never felt the need for one. Dude, there's a—I mean, there's a book waiting to be written about you, man. You start off listening to hip hop and you became a Klan member, dude. That's <laughs> no, I didn't start off. I didn't start off listening to hip hop. Hell, I shit, you know, just grew up listening to music of the '70s and the '80s. It was just not specifically hip hop, you know. Well, that's even—that's even more like fucking uh, find the family stone. It was everything. It was every, well, I didn't not like. I think my mother had that kind of that kind of stuff, but you know, she was more like. Uh, uh, no, not that far. But, uh, I guess whatever was popular at the t- uh, her time. So, Dragon, can I ask you a question? Really like, uh, do you do you ever listen to this music like secretly in your own room at the clan compound? Do you ever like watch mm-hmm. like like raising hell? You know, I never had. I never. I never had been. We really don't play much music other than uh, other than gospel. I think that'd be kind of counterproductive to get caught listening to something like that. <laughs> It'd be hard. It would be hard to explain. I mean, I, I can oh, I can man. give them the thing like I was like I was flipping through the damn channels and it accidentally got stuck on on uh, uh, Yin Yang Twins or some shit like that. You know, it, it would be so, hard to so explain. So you pick Yin Yang Twins as your representation of hip hop now. <laughs> <laughs> It would, it, would, it would be hard to, it would be that hard would be to like justify me why. White Snake is my representation of rock and roll. Like, come on, man. It would be, it would be hard to, it would be hard to explain that. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, like, I mean, do you listen to like, do you like like Toby Keith and people like that? These like, con- like country. Uh, not, not really. I'm not a big country fan. Like I said, I listen. Okay, so, like, you, you actually have some metal. good taste then. You you know, I'm not, to... I don't like Toby Keith. Toby Keith's a dickhead. Oh my God, you're the right. The big, 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 arrogant, big, arrogant fucking dickhead. Oh my God. You know God. anybody? Anybody that charges over two hundred dollars for a concert ticket is a dickhead. Damn, oh. people paying two hundred dollars to see Kobe, Toby Keith. Yeah, <laughs> they 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 pack they pack the damn stadium. What? Pack the stadium. <laughs> so actually, the last the last concert that I wow. saw was Leonard Skinner in. Uh, and they had uh, and Leonard Skinner and Bag Company were with them, and that was the last concert I've seen. And that, Did anyone uh, you know, Leonard Skinner uh, play some Skinner? <laughs> Did anyone yell that at that concert? That'd be kind of funny, wouldn't that? Wouldn't it be that guy? Play some Skinner. Nothing. Fucking. That was a brilliant joke. Fuck all. You. All right. Like. Okay, guest number seven's writing. I imagine people who get beat up at home do it at school. I don't know what that means. But, like, oh, 
fucking we had a bunch of guests who like logged in and then logged out. Fuck all those people. I'm kidding. Come back. Yeah, they want uh, the controversy, man. They want to hear Dragon say something racist. Yeah, they don't. That's all. They don't want to hear nothing. You know, just normal talk. They just want to hear me and the me and the black guy yelling back and forth. That's all. Even though people, my people name is on the screen, drama. I'm still clearly the black guy. <clears throat> You know, people just they they just people just live for drama. I mean, if you look at what's on TV, you know, all all it is is is, is what's what has more drama than the next one. You know, that's all people live for now. What is on a Klansman's DVR? That's a question I would want. Big question. Like, what do you watch? Oh gosh, just just normal stuff. I mean, it's not nothing. I mean, if you try to sit through, uh, God, there's there's one really really old black and white silent. Film that, that's like a big advocate of, of the Klan, and it's like four hours long, man. I birth like of a nation. Yeah, birth of a nation. Birth of a nation. Yeah, and, and um, I got like a half an hour into it. I'm like, I just can't watch this shit. Wait, so so this film <laughs> is really celebrating your organization, and you're still choosing to be a member of this organization. But this film that was like no, that was that was that was. Now you got to remember that was way before my time, and that was a different idea then. You know, like I say, our our particular group has different different uh it has a different foundation. Do you guys ever do like blackface stuff like when you're alone and in your compound? Uh no. But we do have people oh. that have black robes. We do have people that have black robes though. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well if, uh, why do they have black robes? What what's the black robe signify? I I can't tell you that. But why? It's, it's a it's a it's a certain position. It's a certain because because I'm not allowed to tell you. Like being a Mason, you got to get up to that level to know that. Gotcha. I mean, it's not called, even though even though even though I mean it, it's it's supposed to be an invisible empire, but of course we got a bunch of yahoos and a bunch of dipshits that run out and do stupid things like spray KKK on people's cars and and shit like that. And of course they just keep you know uh, they they just keep fucking everything up. <laughs> and like I say, you know, I can't help I can't help the history, but you know, I can I can shape help shape the future. Yeah, you could change your organization, make a new name and create one from the ground up. Why would you roll from the ashes of that one? Well, you make a lot of sense, but that's just that's just how we're doing it right now. Okay, so if I started the Bloods and Crips lit- literacy <laughs> that, you that's think a, that, that would work? That's a that's yeah. Well, that's kind of an oxymoron. But... You don't think Klan is right in the same wheelhouse? Well, I, 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 they're probably neck and neck on, on certain things, but hey, man, those guys ain't out there doing what they're doing off of hate. They doing what they doing, trying to get some money, trying to put keep the heat on. It's a totally different thing. Who's that? The blood? Well, you know, there's yeah. there's there's plenty. Plenty of ways to do that legally. Well, like you said, we're not talking about the smartest people in the world, so of course it's going to be different, different aspects for different people. Yeah, but my thing is, my thing is, I don't know. It it, it just really frustrates me to hear because there's a lot of guys who kind of fall into your realm of saying we're not a hate group, we're a group who believes in separation. So it's like you're an American citizen. But instead of going to the government and everybody else with your grievances, it's like you're kind of backing down and saying, well, we'll just go over here in this corner. So that's that's my problem with it.
Wait, you, you have a problem with Dragon going to like his own corner? Well, yeah, any well any group, white separatist group, black separatist group, whatever group it is. I, well, I don't have would... a problem with it as far as trying to stop them from doing it. I'm just saying, like, okay, if you have all these problems with the government and with the way the country is and different things like that, why not be an agent of change and, and fix it or at least push it to another level instead of saying, well, we'll just go over here in our corner. It's kind of, I don't know, it's just not the bravest position to me. No, oh, what do you say about that, Dragon? I don't know. I'm not half paying attention, half working on a computer no. drawing that I'm doing. What do you think? Computer, wait, wait. Computer but, he makes, but, he makes, but he makes sense. <laughs> he makes sense. Now, I got a little CAD thing I'm doing here. I'm trying to uh, make an interactive map for, for my company. Oh my God! Where do you, are you? Do you work for like an architecture company? No, uh, it's pretty pretty close. No, but like okay, okay, no. Nadrade. I, I got to share this with. Nash I promise Radio. you, no. I got to share this with Nash Radio. Yep. So Nash Radio Dragon here works with a black guy on a regular basis, and he says that he's friendly with him and he has no problem. And this black guy, right? Dragon doesn't know that you're a member of the clan, but you get along no. great with this dude, right? And you don't feel any contempt for him. Oh yeah, I, I consider him a friend. I just, I just, I would never invite him over to my house, you know, for dinner or anything like that. I wouldn't go hang out with him. You know, we just have a business relationship. So can I do like a role? Because he's because he's just waiting by the phone, waiting to come over and have dinner with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the ego can take you to strange places, sir. So um, strange places. Dragon, I just want to do like another role playing bit with you. Um, so, your what's your black what, what's this what's this gentleman's name? I just call him Fred. Fred, okay, we'll, we can call him Fred. So, Fred comes over to your cubicle. Hey, man, uh, we're having a, a a barbecue on Sunday. We, I'd love for you to be there. What do you say? I got to go to church. I got to go to church. Yeah, it's at two o'clock on Sunday. So you can go to church in the morning. I've got to go shopping after that. Okay, well, you can go shopping after the barbecue. Nah, I don't feel like it. Okay. I actually, I actually live pretty, uh, you know, just me and my wife now, and we just actually live pretty, pretty solitary life, just me and her. I bet. This, this, does your wife share your viewpoints and your uh, values? No, she 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 absolutely hates it. Absolutely hates it. She's she on my ass all the time about it. Yeah, she just absolutely hates. It. So is your wife sort of like, oh hey, you didn't do the dishes and they piled up again, racist? And then she just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> well, she hasn't she hasn't been that bad, but. But, uh, she has she has added a, a few colorful uh, opinions about it. Does she ever say like uh, when you guys are getting intimate? If she just wants you to like go like a little bit harder, does she ever say like pretend my pussy's a black guy? And your, your dick's a nightstick. Uh, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully she's never. Thankfully she's never she's never said anything like that. 
Wait a minute. Did, did you drop a bomb on her after you already married and say, uh, well, guess what? I no, no, we, 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 we've been married for almost 25 years and it's only, you know, been the past few years where, uh, this has come to light with, with myself and her, you know, I, I mean, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like this my whole life. Just, Dude, you're going to be in trouble if y'all ever hit a rough spot and you go to divorce court. You're going to be in trouble, man. She is going to pull some stuff out of you. He's I, also I, a I know. Man. I know. <laughs> you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> uh, more than likely true. We'll hey, look at this, guys. We, we get there. Oh, we still all hate women, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love women, man. I don't do. get along with them, but love them. Me too. Oh. What are you going to do? Love and I really do. All right, so like, I mean, so like, what, like, what are some of like? Does does your wife have like black friends or acquaintances or or acquaintances and friends of colors? Oh, of course, of course, yeah. Are they allowed in your? Uh, she actually, she actually had a no, absolutely not. <laughs> we actually, we actually had a. Uh, she actually had a friend from work, you know that that we were both very good friends with, and, and she was a black girl. And you were both good was friends. Was she a girl or actually, a woman? Actually, well, it was, it was a woman. <laughs> you know, and they were really good friends. Oh, man. But she never brought her over. So did that ever cause tension between you two, you and your wife? No, because, you, because you're not understanding what I'm saying. I mean, you, you, like I say, you're trying to pull out stuff. You know, you're, you're trying to lead me into stuff, and I've I told you before, I'm not trying I, to lead you into anything, dude. I truly Listen. don't. I truly don't hate anybody. You know, I, I'm, I'm just working <sighs> for my own race. But you're not allowing them in your home <clears throat> because you think they'll pollute it or something. No, that's just that's just the way I am. I don't allow. I really don't allow anybody in my house. Really, this, this is my house. This this is my place. This is my place. You know, I, I don't want people coming over. But you were implying that, like, you were not allowing this good friend of your wife's because she's a black woman into your home because she's a black woman. You know what I mean? Like, so that's why that is correct. That is correct. Okay, so I mean, and that didn't cause any problems between you and your wife that you get to like decide who comes. No, like, because no, because she understands how I feel about that. So, like, does that did that cause tension between her and her friend? No, no, they just they just done their own thing. So, like, here's, but, here's but, like that was that was that was years ago. You know, that was before you know before I got you know racially involved in stuff. You so know, that's, uh, just, that's just the way way I was. I mean, it wasn't I wasn't you know in the clan or or anything like that during that time. Right. Do you vote? Oh God, we talked I did. about this show. Yeah. Oh, listen to this. Listen to this, Nash Radio. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post my Twitter handle down here, but like, let let him explain this. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Now this is scary. The fact that he's voting and can serve on a jury. No, listen That's to this, Dragon. Scary. Dragon, tell him what you told me at the beginning of the show. I voted for Romney because he's white. I have, I, I have no knowledge of anything about Romney. Not nothing of his history. I just voted for him because he's white. Oh, and that's the truth. That's absolute truth. I swear to God, I have not watched one thing about Romney. I, all I know is his name, and he's from Massachusetts. That's all I know. Oh, man. 
<laughs> and, that, and that's the truth. I mean, he asked me, you know, the reason why I voted for him. I told him why. I mean, I'm not. What state are you in? What state are you in? I'm in Tennessee. I'm in Tennessee right now. Yeah, Yeah, nobody has to reveal any information they don't want to reveal. I I made that rule. Yeah, I wasn't asking because I'm trying to look him up and then I was just making sure he wasn't in the swing state. (laughs) You didn't want to have dinner. Wait, Nash Radio, you didn't. Yeah, actually, I think think Obama, I think Obama actually, I think think Obama actually won the uh, electoral vote of, of Tennessee anyway. So there's a whole lot of Obama fans here. Well, I'm actually not an Obama fan myself. I'm actually voting for Jill Stein. Ah, oh, nice. But see, uh, Dragon, this is what I was telling you earlier. Like, why are you committing to like this part? Okay, so like earlier in the show, Dragon was like giving a lot of insightful, insightful conversation about like how. This, the two-party political system supports like rich people only. They exploit working people. And Dragon, like these are your words. Yeah, it's, it's kind of scary, wasn't it? Yeah, and so like we're bonding over this, right? And like I pose that question mm-hmm. of like, all right, well, like why are you supporting? Not only like are you supporting the two-party system, but you're supporting the one that that party that's the worst about it, the Republicans. It, you know it, I mean? like, like I said, it has it has nothing to do with his politics. It's the fact that he was white, and I and I and I personally want a white president back in office, and that's the reason why I voted for him. But so is Gary it has Johnson. Has nothing to do with politics. So is Gary Johnson of the Libertarian well, Party. Well, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have a chance in, in hell of winning anyway. I mean, why why waste a vote on somebody that that I feel might be better when I know that it's going to be Romney and Obama running neck and neck? So I'm well, the same reason to, you're in the Klan. That's, that's principle, right? You're in the clan because of your principles, so wouldn't you vote your principles and say, "Yeah, oh, this is what I believe, so this is who I'm gonna roll with"? No, because because the other guy doesn't doesn't have a chance of winning. Jill Stein doesn't Why have a chance of winning. I'm still gonna vote for her. That's what my principles say. I should vote for. So that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, well that's that's good, man. Vote away. <laughs> So I'm just scared favorite? that this dude is voting. He's going to be on a jury somewhere, and there's going to be a black. <laughs> hey, I've been on front of him. Hey, hey, now that's scary. Hey, I was actually, I was actually on the jury last year uh, from a black guy that uh, <laughs> tried to run over a cop. Sure was. And, and and you know the crazy thing about it, and and I kind of feel this is kind of rigged, but you know when they have the when they choose the alternate, you know, like like they have like 13 people. They they and then they like they they put the jurors' names into a hat. The only black guy on the jury, they pulled his name out and sent him home as the alternate. So it was like a solid white jury against this one black guy that tried to run over a white cop. Of course. And that was kind of weird to me. I kind of, I kind of like, well, wait a minute. Now, how come he, out of thirteen people, he just picked the black guy and sent him home? <laughs> so I was like, this, this ain't gonna be good for the black guy. I promise. <laughs> but actually, we we gave him. You know, they they tried to they tried to they tried to pin him for murder, and you know we were or attempted murder, excuse me. And you know we looked at the evidence, and and I I didn't feel that the intent to commit murder was there. He was shot, and he was just fleeing the scene, and and had to you know drive around one cop car to get away. So I mean, anything that gets shot usually tries to leave the scene. I mean that's just that's just nature. <laughs> 
This man and is so like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. I, it wasn't in my heart to think that this that this black guy tried to kill the cops. So it it got we got it reduced down to. And and another thing, I don't like the way they just pyramid stuff. You know, under like if you can't find them guilty on this, try to find them guilty on this. If you can't do that, try to get them on this. And and that just kind of pissed me off. You know, just give them one charge. And try them on that charge, and if it's not guilty, let them go. Don't don't drop it to a lesser thing, and then try to decide on that. That that's just a bunch of shit. I mean, you, you're more or less you're more or less guaranteed you're more or less guaranteeing some type of conviction. God damn, that's think wrong. Fair. Yeah, but so so don't you see how that could affect you at some point? You could be in front of that same type of situation. I could afford it. I could afford a good lawyer where that black guy could not. You know, he he actually ended up being uh, a career criminal, and yeah, but, but, uh, you know, he but, was actually but in dragging, prison. Dragging, you're missing the point. You're saying you can afford a good lawyer. You don't know how big your situation is. If your situation is well, too big, true. the lawyer that's you true. can afford ain't even. You know, he ain't high money enough. You can't get OJ. Not, I, I, I could, you know, I'm what sure I, mean? I couldn't. No, I'm sure I couldn't. So yeah. That affects uh, you but too, I, but, man. But you see, I don't usually. I usually try not to commit any any kind of crimes. So, if I go to court for anything, it'd probably be pretty something pretty small. You mean you hope? I'm, I'm, That's what I'll, we all yeah, hope for. You're right. Ain't, ain't nothing guaranteed, man. As we've seen. Right. And, and, and like I said, groups groups like yours, man. The fact that y'all not out here protesting and fighting for uh, the young boy Bradley Manning. That makes me really disappointed in, in groups like the Klan. You say you're a group, you're about white this and white that. Bradley Manning has been sitting in the cell for, what, two years now? Oh, yeah. Point. I have no idea who that person is. Exactly. He was the, he was the guy in the, I want to say the Army, who leaked all that WikiLeaks stuff, and yeah, now he's in it up, solitary I'm, confinement. I'm going to post it right now in the chat, yeah. Yeah, that's a... That's a scary situation. So if you're right? about the white race like that, it's like, damn, you ain't going to support that, man? They got that boy in there going crazy. I don't know but, the uh, story behind it. Oh, uh, the guests in the chat, if you if you guys are writing things that I'm not addressing, please know that I don't. I'm not ignoring you. My chat, for some reason, on talk show is really slow, and it's, it's always been like this. It's fucking annoying. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, sorry about that. But, yeah, Bradley Manning, uh, he's... He was on. It was like what? Like on suspicion. He, what was he? What was he fucking? He wasn't. It was on suspicion. It wasn't like even like they had evidence, right? He downloaded a bunch of documents and released them to WikiLeaks, and then WikiLeaks yeah. released them all over the world. It was a whole bunch of yeah. embarrassing stuff as far as uh, there was, you know, a couple murders, a couple international incidents that people didn't want to get out. So they basically put him under. Solitary now, even if he, if, if, even if he is, even if he is white, why, why would we want to, to jump in and help every white person that? Well, I, I mean, would think he, he committed treason. Patriotic he, American yeah. hero. Okay, no, he, he's not patriotic when he commits treason. Committing oh, treason by exposing what they were releases. doing in Afghanistan, things like that. Mm, I don't know. I have no idea. You know, uh, you know, he shouldn't be giving out military secrets. That, that's against that's against the oath that he took. What if the military secrets are hurting other white people? I didn't know that they were. Like I said, I, I'm not. I, I've never followed him, so I really, I really can't speak about him. But I understand what you're saying. 
just like every just like every black group out there can't can't help every black person that's in jail. Well, you you think they would support the high profile cases at least though? I'll at least see them do that. Like I'll see them out there sending out different petitions from Mamiya and things like that. So I at least see them support them. Well, that's true. I guess if if somebody had the money to do that, I guess they could. I don't know any. I don't. I don't know any rich clansmen. Not personally, anyway. Yeah, just a question. So, what's everyone's favorite film? <laughs> uh, I like all the stuff by Lionsgate. All the Saw movies. Uh, all the Saw like movies. Silence, Silence of the Lamb, uh, Godfather. All, mostly all the superhero type stuff. All right. How about you, Naj Radio? Uh, I don't know. I guess Life. Is that the film with? I, uh, just, I just got done. I just got done watching the uh, the Avengers, which I thought was kind of lame, but but uh. Yeah, you 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 the clan hates right. Hulks, right? <laughs> you guys are against Hulk. Hates Hulks. <laughs> No, Hulk. I have no idea. It's never, it's never been brought up, so I don't know. Yeah, I fell asleep on Avengers. I couldn't watch it either. No, I did like, I did like, uh, I did like, uh, uh, what's the one Tyler Perry just done? Oh my God! You, you like no, Tyler no, this, Perry? No, this is ridiculous, man. You, you watch the Tyler was Perry film? Are you fucking what real? Was that film? Tyler Perry, man. The one with the what was the one that he I just mean, done? I don't know. I don't. I've never watched the Tyler Perry movie. But, never will. Medea's protection. I, I know what it was. It was Medea's protection program. <laughs> no, no, not that one. Yeah, not that one. It's the one that he recently done. The Tyler Perry action movies. You watch that, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right, man. Dragon. Probably, this is probably a stick, man. He's probably fucking with us, man. I think so. Like it was, it was called something. There's something cross. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, my it was pretty good. Pretty good show. You Wrong. said it was pretty good. All right, man. Your taste in movies, I don't know about you, brother. That man said Tyler Perry action movie is good. So like, I, well, I actually, I actually liked, I actually liked the villain in the movie. But uh, Tyler Perry did do a good, did do good in that movie. He was a profiler of some sort, something like that. I'm sure he overacted his way through it. Well, I, I could see how Dragon... I mean, Tyler Perry does not make black people look good, so I can see how Dragon would maybe enjoy his films. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was good. Like, maybe, maybe, like, you would enjoy the Medea series. Because I saw the trailer for that, that one where... Well, what was the line? The Medea's Family Protection Program or whatever with Eugene Levy? Oh. I have no idea, man. When I see I that know. commercial come on, the channel gets changed quick. Don't fool with no Tyler Perry. That's smart. Um, that's so ridiculous, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, is this, I mean, do you, so, so Dragon, like, do you have like a, like one of those portable DVD players that you like have to like put your um, head underneath like at nighttime and watch these films? How about that? No. You're going to get in trouble, man. You get caught watching that. No, no, that's just, that's just entertainment. 
You know, like I say, everybody has a place in this world. And actually, actually, blacks make good entertainers. If you look at sports, you look at movies, blacks make good entertainers. Come on, Dragon, man. You're smarter than that, man. Why, why would you assume, because because I'm in the clan, that, that it, it, it's taboo for me to watch TV that has a black person in it? No, no, I wasn't talking about I mean, that. That's talking all about blacks make good entertainers or athletes. You're smart. Well, that, uh, okay, all right. Let's look at let's look at let's look at all the sports. Except, I guess, except for hockey. I guess it might just be too cold for black people to get on the ice. But if you look at most of the most of the <laughs> professional sports, it's dominated by non-whites. So if you uh, like football, drag, you drag, like basketball. Dragon, dragon, come on, man. You you have to look at things in a real way. If you want to look at sports and say it's mostly black. That's the easy way out of it. But if you take a deeper look, you'll see most of them come from poor communities. In the early days of boxing, that's why most of the boxers were Irish and Jewish, because they were poor. Now you go to basketball and football, that's where people are playing against the best competition, so that makes the best athletes. If you've got a suburban kid sitting in AC who plays basketball from time to time, he ain't going to beat no kid from the hood that's been playing basketball all day. It has nothing to do with him being black is just the fact that competition of who he's playing against and circumstances. That's it. Blacks aren't naturally better athletes. You might be a faster runner than me. I'm not a better athlete than you because I'm black, dude. Come on, man. I, I didn't say the, the entire race. I just said that most of the sports are made up by non-white people. That's on because TV. Because of the reason I just gave you, because they come from more ghettos. You look at look at the UFC. Why are most I, of the I champions didn't, from Brazil? I didn't Brazil. say anything about. I didn't no, say anything saying, about why are most of the where champions they came from, from Brazil. Because where they from, what the competition is, and how hard they grew up, you're gonna have more athletes. But that doesn't mean that they were naturally more athletic. Yeah, that nonsense. Hell, why do you think Larry Bird came from French, French Lake, Indiana? I didn't Indiana. say anything about, about where they came from or, or how well they've done it. I'm just saying that most of the, the sports entertainers are black. You're still not, or some type you're still, of you're still not understanding the concept. That's why Larry Bird was as good as he was. He came from French Lake, Indiana, white ghetto, playing against the best players he could. That's why he became so good. You don't become the best athlete living in the suburbs, man. Has nothing to do with race. All about upbringing and who you're playing against. That's it. Hell, you think all these unemployed black dudes out here wouldn't want to play in the NBA or some shit if they could? Like, I'm sure they. I'm sure they would like to. <laughs> well, they're not good enough, man. It doesn't work like that. Just because you're black, don't. No, I'm sure, a lot of them. A lot of them aren't gonna make the cut. Dragon, come on, man. You've seen footage of the 60s and 70s where there were a lot of white dudes in the NBA, right? Oh, yeah. Well, okay, there you go. But I'm not, but I'm not talking about history. I'm talking about today. Yeah, because they come from more ghettos, of course. If you come up harder, you're going to be a better athlete. It has nothing to do with your race. Nothing at all. The sad thing, a lot of white, a lot of white kids buy into that just because perception kind of fucks with your mind. So a lot of white kids that watch TV, they see mostly black players, so they give up basketball early and start playing baseball. They think they can't make it. Hmm. I never thought about this this way, actually. So 
Oh, oh man, look, stereotypes work wonders on people's minds, man. You take the, oh yeah, take the stereotype about about sex and black men and that. You think all these unemployed black dudes wouldn't be doing porn if they wasn't walking if they walking around with that kind of meat? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good. Point. You think they wouldn't do porn if that was the case? It doesn't that's work a like great that. Matter of fact, point, if man. you really want to know the answer, ask a white woman who's been with multiple black dudes. She'll tell you. Like, nah, that myth ain't true. Some of them are big. Some of them are, are regular. Some of them are little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Well, like, I, I went to school. At, I went to a white high school. I found out, damn, all white kids ain't smart. Well, yeah. Stereotypes fuck with you, man. I, I, I went to the uh, I went through the same situation. I went to like an all boys white like school with a lot of white people and and like there was like a Hispanic population, but like all of them like wanted to be liked by the white guys, which is just sad. By the way, um, people of color like when they try to like want they try to be accepted by white people. Like one of the saddest things in the world. That's a sad thing, man, but you think about that doll test that goes on, you realize people's minds are, you know, being assaulted from the time that they were, you know, small children with these ideas of white supremacy. We when I came when I the reason I called into this show, I turned on <clears throat> and heard a guy talking about well, the mechanization of the world was done by white men. All the great inventions were done by white men. You know what I mean? Just yeah. statements like that. But you get to that level because you watch TV as a youngster, you read newspapers as a youngster, you read books as a youngster, and that's the doctrine that they teach you. And so right. it's, it's easy to fall into that, not understanding that you need to you know, research things outside of it and realize humans are humans, man. Ain't nobody no better, no faster, no bigger, no nothing. Right, right, right. Yeah, man, you think I wouldn't be in the NFL right now if I could? Fuck going to work, man. I'd be out there balling, man. If if that was the case, if it was that easy. Dude, like I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm a person of, I mean, you know, um, as as a as a as a guest host, I happen to know that like the the, the regular host of this show happens to be a person of color. Do you guys know that? And that guy is Asian. Dude's unemployed. Mm. So like, just through, like again, like it's sort of like the stereotype of like that, like Asians are studious and like fucking, uh, fucking, uh, like you know, studious, like, and they're all doctors and they're all going to be like you know, good workers and stuff like that. It's like that guy ain't one. Well, it's, it's competition and training, man. Uh, the great Mark Twain has a great story about it. It's called What is Man? If anybody has a chance, look that book up, find it, and read it, man. It'll definitely open your eyes to some stuff. It's called What is Man? What is Man? Everybody is your temperament and your training and what you're around growing up. That's that's who you are. So if you got an Asian kid who's grown up in a traditional Asian household of he's going to get all A's and he's going to be this, you know, almost robotic guy, then yeah, you'll you'll see a, a lot of them like that. But if you meet a guy who grows up in a more American, relaxed atmosphere, then you know he's gonna be a lot more American. Yeah. But you know his his Asianness won't help him when it comes to the SATs if he didn't study all his life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Oh well, sorry. I, my chat's slow, and guest number seven was writing with the sports talk. Like she said, 
I don't know why. I'm assuming guest number seven is a she for some reason. I have no idea why I'm doing that. I don't know why. <laughs> but she wrote, also check in man- into management of major league companies, fewer people of color in positions of power. All day. All day. And that goes back to that point I tried to make earlier. did a terrible job of about uh, the rice paddies over in Vietnam. When you don't have diversity and you just have this singular thing, hell, maybe we get what we got in 08. Uh, the collapse when you, when you got only one set of thinking up there, no women, uh, no other people of color, just white men in the room. Now I'm not saying that to condemn white men, because if you put all black men in the room and left everybody else out, you get the same type of result as well. Yeah, well, like, uh, yeah. So, Dragon, like, how do you feel about that? Because, like, you're somebody who wants the races to be separate. Like this person over here, this person over here. What do you think about that? What was the question? I wasn't even really paying attention. I'm sitting here. Of course he was. I was I'm making that liberal talk. I want to hear that liberal talk. Sorry. No, no, no. He was watching. No, I, I really, really wasn't. He's watching my dear go to jail right now. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, so... I already saw that one. I already saw that one. <laughs> oh, my God. That was actually, that was actually quite funny. Actually, very funny. Very funny show. <laughs> you are... Oh, wait. You weren't making a joke. You actually seen that one. I've seen all of them except for witness protection. Oh wow. my god! And you and you you go like in a disguise. But but, but you know, yeah yeah, I go disguised as a Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, just go just go dis- disguise. You know, I go disguised as just a black person. You know, I, 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 I talk on my cell phone during the movie. I shout at the movie. I shoot at the movie screen. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's interesting that call you every, say that, call, though, man. Call every, call, every, call everybody a honky motherfucker and all that shit. <laughs> Damn. I ain't heard a black person say honky since George bring, 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 <laughs> bring chicken wings. Bring, bring chicken wings into the movie theater and leave the bones on the floor. Oh, wait. Is that, is that real? Come on. Now, now you're just like... Now you're just... Black <laughs> this, bring chicken wings this, is, this is interesting as hell, man. This guy... I feel like I should study this guy, man. Dragon is yeah. fucking amazing. Dude, welcome to my world, man. Like, like, wow. But, like, no, but, like, <laughs> okay, so, what, I don't even remember what the fuck I was asking. Okay, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit, that's funny. Dragon, you a trip, man. That's all I'm saying. It, it, it's interesting he said that black movie theater thing, man, though, because uh, there are times when I want the, the, the hood theater experience. Like, uh, what was that last time? that I went to see over here at the little Magic Johnson Theater. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what it was. I cannot remember. But either way, there are times when you go to those theaters and everybody's talking and everybody's laughing at the same thing, and it's kind of right. this whole connection throughout the theater, and it ends up being a good experience. Now, there are also other times where the movie is good and people want you to shut the fuck up, and they ruin the movie experience for you. So it's... It's like a hit or miss thing, man. Right on, yeah, yeah. But if you go to the right movie and everybody's kind of zoned in on it, man, that shit can be fun, man. Like when everyone's like like bouncing and talking off the screen, right? <clears throat> right, but with the same type of sentiment, though. Like it's like everybody's on the same page of, of what's happening and what's going on, and the people that talk are funny, so people are laughing. It's kind of a different. Right. Now, when they're interrupting and it's, it's whack and it fucked up your movie experience, I understand when white people get mad about that. I understand. 
Sure, yeah. But, like, what about the chicken wings thing? Is, is, that, is that thing, like, uh, that black people bring chicken wings? That's a dragon. Uh, I've, I've known some to do it, but I've also known some <laughs> white people to bring pitas and everything else that they eat in the movie theater. I've seen bagels in the movie theater straight out the first. <laughs> I've seen the whole gamut, man. But... That that chicken thing is interesting, man, because people always throw that chicken out. You had Terry Bradshaw make the comments the other day. All that came from uh, when black people were coming up north, leaving the south early in America, and they were bringing basically shoeboxes with chicken in them because that was the only thing that would keep so they could eat it. So some of these white people, their first experience of seeing black people was seeing these folks eating chicken. So that was the stereotype from then on. These niggas like chicken. Black folks like chicken, so it's it, it, just a hilarious. And I'm kind of, and you know, and you know, I'm kind of mad about that, you know, because I love chicken and watermelon. I mean, actually, actually love it. I actually eat quite a bit of chicken, and uh, and if we do ever uh, create a white society, I'm still, you know, am going to be pro chicken, pro watermelon. Hey, look, man, there's you know, KFCs in Idaho. There's not this thing where we the only ones eating it. Y'all eating it too, obviously. I know. We ain't going I know to eat all, all fried chicken. All of us, all of us poor folks, got to eat chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! The American tradition, man. And yeah, it is. It is. And, and, and you know, and, and that's a stupid stereotype. You know, because well, like, 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 like he says, white white folks eat just as much chicken as black folks do. Yeah, man. If if that was the case, they wouldn't have them out there in Idaho and West Virginia and some of these other places. But they do, because y'all eat it too. Well, you guys, you know, but I, we don't but I enjoy having fun. Y'all eat triscuits. We don't eat triscuits, though. You know, I haven't I haven't had a triscuit in years. They just they just too dry. It's a lot. <laughs> I've I, never I seen pose, a black person with triscuits in their house. I want to pose this final question: Are there foods that are racist? Food that's racist. Anyone? No. No. Do you think any animals are racist? <laughs> they can be trained to be. Right. Oh yeah, like dog, like German shepherds, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh god. German shepherds. Hmm. Fuck those dogs. Fuck those dogs, dude. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess animals are. I don't know what you call them. Race. I guess. Whatever, whatever the term for this, you know, whatever a hateful species, but most species, I guess, really don't like each other. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're on different, different parts of the food chain. Right. I mean, you won't see a monkey. You won't see a monkey and a lion walking side by side. Yeah, but you're talking about two different species. It has nothing to do with race. Right. Well, it's not. He was asked the question. I just didn't. Hey guys, you know it was meant to be a final question, but um, I'm you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start wrapping the show up a little bit because it's getting oh, right. a little bit. Yeah, it's been going on for a bit, and you know I want the podcast listeners to like have a compact experience of five hours instead of seven. Uh, any last words? Like, you guys got any last comments? And that goes for you fuckers in the chat who didn't call in. Um, any last words from anybody? Uh, just say good night, man. Thanks for having me on, man.
Thanks, Lady. Thanks, Nash Radio. I'll try and follow you and follow my show if you like it, and I'll I'll try and check out what you're doing too, buddy. All right, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, dude. All right, good night, uh, Dragon. Any last words? Uh, no. All right, dude. No worries. Um, I t- I put my Twitter handle out here, twitter.com slash the hate project. And I put my email here, hateprojectradio at gmail.com. Um, so, like, the Hate Project team checks that email and the Twitter handle, so please follow us. Um, Dragon, thank you again. You know, look, we don't see the world the same way, um, but, like, I love that you are, uh, you know, I, I, I enjoy these conversations, and uh, I think you have a when – you, when, you, when you become a race trader – you might have a career in comedy. Just throwing that out there. All right. I promise. Yeah. Um, I mean, you were making, you were making the black guy laugh. So, uh, I try, I try to make everybody laugh. See, look at this. You are, you are a complicated man and, and God bless you. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start wrapping this up now. Um, again, uh, guys, Tomorrow's election day. Please go out and vote. And it's, it is not too late for any of you to support the abortion McDiarrhea slash Osama bin Hitler ticket. So just write that name in tomorrow. Okay, everyone? Promise? All right. Uh, Dragon, thanks for calling in again. Uh, everyone is taking off right now. I'm going to hang up right now. So, um, all right. Uh, have a good night. Tell the nurse to call back in next week. Alrighty. Yeah, tell her to call back in. We need her. Um, so, anyways, uh, good night, dude, and good night to everybody at the at the Hate Project. Thanks for making this a great show. So, re-listening to this, um, I do think Naj Radio does a good job of pushing back on Dragon's um, statements with logic, with cogent arguments, with reason. A lot of the qualities that the right wing accuses anyone to the left of them of not having. Um, You know, I think Dragon, every time I challenged some sort of hypocritical aspect of his behavior... He wouldn't really, I didn't feel like any sort of reflection from him. I didn't feel any sort of, um, you know, explore, self-exploration from him. I felt like he would just write it off of like, yeah, well, there's some exceptions. There's some exceptions. Yeah. You know, so I kind of sometimes feel like I just gave this guy a good time without any sort of deeper, um, deeper excavation of where he's coming from, of maybe him learning from me and other people. Um, I want to mention something. Um, the black inventions, black inventors. I'm going to post a link down below. Um, it took me a while to really um, learn more about um, inventions from African-Americans throughout American history. Um, I mean, I mentioned a few in this episode and in the previous episode that you may have heard. Um, and it's because... I had to realize that, wow, I don't learn. I mean, just as somebody who's not in a hate group, I, and I'm sure I'm not alone on this, I haven't learned a lot about a lot of the contributions that Africans, um, that African Americans have made in America. 
in regards to inventions, technology, science, um, a lot of the things that we have just communicated to the African-American community that they're just not a part of. Obviously, like that's gotten better every generation, but it's still a problem. Um, I also um, just want to mention that um, um, I'm Indian American, for those that didn't know. Um, for those that did know, um, I'm, again, rubbing that in your face. I hope you lose sleep over it tonight. Um, I always wonder if... So I'm anonymous at this point on the hate project on these shows. I just wonder, had I just presented myself, presented my face even, and just owned my identity, I wonder if that would have made things differently. Would Dragon have not called in? I don't know. Would a lot of these other hate mongers just call, or just had remained in the chat and just abused me from afar? Um, I don't know. Um, would it have maybe made him question you know, even on like the entertainment value of having a just stupid conversations with me, um, in addition to the more um, race-based conversations, if he would have seen my humanity there, um, I don't know. If you have any thoughts about that or anything that you've heard on this podcast, please email me at paradoxofcivility at gmail.com. That uh, email is posted in the description below. Well, enjoy the rest of your week. Or if you're listening to this all in succession or um, what, whatever you're doing, I, you know what? Just go enjoy your life wherever you are. All right.